Norwich and 94.5 W233DB Norwich. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Rich Thomason. Russia once again starving the world of grain supplies from Ukraine. It's blocking those exports while continuing to attack civilian targets all across Ukraine. We had the air raid siren going off about an hour ago, and that was followed by reports of a wave of, of missiles targeting several cities. This morning, at least two explosions were heard here in the capital, Kiev. Now the mayor is saying that critical infrastructure was hit. There are reports of power and water outages in parts of uh, the city. There have been reports also of uh, power cuts in the city of Kharkiv, in the northeast of the country. This is the second largest city. And also in Zaporizhia in the south, and again reports that critical infrastructure was hit uh, in those cities. Power cuts have been reported as the, well. The BBC's Hugo Bishega. A national week of mourning declared in South Korea following the crowd surge death of more than 150 partygoers in Seoul over the weekend. Care to venture a prediction on the outcome of the midterm elections? Jim Banks is giving it a go. The Indiana congressman chairs the House Republican Study Committee, says he's been on the stump all across the heartland. We have so many of the seats that we're going to win that are going to give us the majority that come from middle America, from the Midwest, and I'm going to do my part in the closing days to help candidates uh, here close to home. Thanks. Speaking with the Salem Radio Network's Hugh Hewitt, the midterms now just eight days away. It was their final debate before Election Day, and the gloves came off with Georgia's Republican Governor Brian Kemp and Democratic challenger Stacey Abrams trading harsh attacks. Formal charges to be filed today against the suspect. Last week's brutal hammer attack on 82-year-old Paul Pelosi in San Francisco. The Dow down 135. More on these stories at townhall.com. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover, all for just three bucks plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter code SLEEK at checkout. That's harrys.com, code SLEEK. Enjoy! Workers have walked out of an iPhone factory in China amid fresh COVID restrictions. Workers who assemble Apple's new iPhone have walked out of their factory in northern China to avoid COVID-19 curbs after some co-workers were quarantined following a virus outbreak. Videos circulating on Chinese social media platforms show people said to be Foxconn workers climbing over fences and walking down a road laden with their belongings. The scenes underscore growing public discontent with China's zero COVID strategy, where the government seeks to stamp out outbreaks by implementing heavy restrictions. I'm Charles Diladesma. Military teams are hunting for people missing after a colonial-era cable suspension bridge collapsed into a river yesterday in western India. 
Sending hundreds plunging into the water, killing at least 132 people. One of India's worst accidents in the past decade. Townhall.com. Uh, not a big deal. Temperatures will be in the low to mid-60s today. Tonight, mostly cloudy with showers developing after midnight. That's good news. Temperatures around 52 degrees. Tomorrow, scattered uh, morning showers, then becoming partly sunny during the afternoon. Breezy at times, highs in the upper 60s. Whoa. Wednesday, mostly sunny, highs in the mid to upper 60s. In the early morning forecast center at Channel 3, I'm meteorologist Scott Haney wishing you all a great, safe, and healthy Halloween. 53 in Norwich, 54 in New London. Good morning. I'm Marty Hausberger. Jury selection's been completed in a drive-by murder case from Preston. Francis Gianelli of South Glastonbury accused of shooting to death Robert Thompson of uh, Preston three years ago, right there at Routes 12 and 2A. The two had apparently gotten into an argument earlier at Mohegan Sun. Now the trial is expected to begin November 30th. Republican candidate for governor Bob Stefanowski says he misspoke when saying that abortions after the first trimester should be illegal. Stefanowski made that statement during a televised candidate forum last week. Says anyone who follows his campaign knows that he is pro-choice and there will be no changes to Connecticut abortion law if he's elected. Governor Ned Lamont says Stefanowski should be embarrassed for lying to Connecticut women about his real stance on abortion. And a juvenile has been killed in a Rhode Island motor vehicle accident. The state police saying a car crashed on I-95 in Richmond at around 4 o'clock yesterday morning. A female passenger was killed. The driver was also a juvenile. Reportedly only had minor injuries. No names have been released. The crash remains under investigation. A bit overcast today with a high of 64. Can't rule out a few sprinkles later on. But no big deal. Trick-or-treaters should be fine tonight. No problems. 53 right now in Norwich at 10.06. Next news at 11. I'm Marty Hausberger, WICH. And now, Stu Breyer. Trick-or-treaters will be fine tonight as long as they check their candy. Yeah, you should always do that. Always there's do always, that anyway. uh, sure. There's always some jerks some, out there mm-hmm. who want to do, do some nasty stuff to your candy. I took off my hot dog costume. I was going to say, Stu, I've always considered you a wiener, and it was it came to fruition today as you were walking around the studios of Hall Communications it. Radio in a hot dog outfit. I bet you didn't think I could do that, huh? I was uh, pleased to see this. It was uh, great fun by you on this Halloween. Your buns were a little wrinkled, but they looked pretty good. And you had mustard on there, which is the way I like my hot dog. And I proved that Stu can cut the mustard. You cut the mustard big time. We appreciate you doing that for us. See, my alter ego. I'm what, a hot dog. What brought this on, Stu? Well, I thought we need a few smiles, you know. I think you were smiles. spot on. I was um, driving very, very, very speed limit today because I didn't want to get pulled over. <laughs> Could you imagine the cop yeah, pulling, <laughs> pulling over. you over and you're in your hot dog uh, outfit? Hot dog suit. Yeah, he'd have, <laughs> he'd have pulled me in. <clears throat> That's it. Go yeah. to our uh, Facebook page, and I think there are some pictures there of Stu in his hot dog outfit. Hot dog outfit. Yeah. It's a pretty neat outfit, huh? It's excellent. I know. It's excellent. Is that, a, is that a personal outfit, or did you get that from the station? Or? I used to wear that when I was younger. No, I uh, okay. it was a Halloween uh, place. Oh, okay. And it just caught my eye, and I thought... <laughs> Looked more comfortable than the hamburger outfit. Yeah, that was yeah, a little tight, like, yeah, probably. Yeah. Let's, 
You know, it makes me look thin, too. It's very nice. Yeah. Yes, yes, you were a, a lean hot dog, yes. I got lots of compliments from my condiments. <laughs> oh, man. I like your condiments, yes. So we can't do anything uh, scarier than the news. So I don't know, I was going to do some scary stuff, but... No, I took care of that for you. Took care of that for me, but I will play some very scary songs from oh, noon good. to one. Good, good. On our lunchtime oldies. Including a song called The Headless Horseman. Oh, boy. Which was uh, quite popular years ago. Not lately. The Headless Horseman by K-Star. There's a lot of scary songs. I was going through them over the weekend. I was going to ask you, is there enough to get an hour? No. Oh, kidding. Ghostbusters, Haunted House. Go through a whole afternoon, probably. Devil right? Woman. Lots of witchy songs. Oh, Devil Woman. That's a good one. Which Queen of New Orleans? That's a really scary one. Werewolves of London? Mm. Yeah, that's on my list. That's always yeah. a good one. Werewolves of London. Oh! Monster Mash. Mm. Of course, the old Monster Mash. And, of course, my own version of uh, Dracula singing uh, my way. I don't know about this. And I'll be playing this at noon to one. It's it's called My Vey. <laughs> <laughs> I did it my day. <laughs> This is a must-listen. Oh, I play it every year. Yeah. Do you? How have I missed this every year? I don't know. You're probably after your shift, and they usually play it from noon to one. I'm working on something. You play or, it a yeah, little earlier today. Or, yeah. yeah. Huh. My vey. My vey. Doy vey. I did it. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> now Halloween is here, and so, you know, that kind of deal. Oh, I like it. Yeah. I don't know. Sinatra would have liked it. Would he have? I probably would have. Yeah, he had a sense of humor. I right? would have, you know. yeah. I did it my way. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <sighs> so here's the... Uh, well, nothing surprises us anymore. You're in the news. You know that as well. No, college, very, very, very little surprise. College in Illinois, one of the uh, ignoramus protesters didn't like a guy who was there and a little group of people, and he was uh, promoting the Bible. Oh, boy. Which, you know, college campuses, whoa. Yeah, they can't have that. So one guy grabbed the Bible from him and started eating it. Eating the Bible? Eating the pages in the Bible. Wow, that's a, that's mm-hmm. a bit messed up. Yep. Were they made of chocolate or? No, he no, was just he was paper, huh? showing off and he was chewing on the paper in the Bible. Wow. Just think the parent who spent all that money to send this kid to school. Mm-mm. Yeah, he's learned a lot. Yeah. So all I can say is when he swallows the pages, I hope there's a very slow passage. There's a little problem there. <laughs> Unbelievable. The passages huh? pass slowly. What, what's happening in college I campuses? Don't, uh, I don't it's know. Just, it's you heard the term woke? Yes. Well, I got a guy tomorrow who's got the book on woking. <laughs> He's got the book on woke. It's called The Woking Dead. The Woking Dead. And it's a woke-up call. Because many, <laughs> m- many people hear this expression, but they don't know what it is. They don't exactly know, yeah. But he will explain it tomorrow. Okay. And it's um, scary stuff. Speaking of scary, yeah, this is how our country is leaning, at least for a little while. The post-Halloween scare is mm-hmm. this book on woke. The after-scare, okay. after, after the game. Mm-hmm. What time will Mr. Woke be on? 11 o'clock. 11 o'clock tomorrow. All yeah. Right. Catch that. This book is big. There's a lot of woke in here. Look at this book. Let me see. Wow, that is thick. can barely lift it. Holy smokes, woke. Oh, goodness. That is a hefty book. Hefty book. 
So we'll do a little bit of this. We'll get some ghost stories. I think I've asked you before, but you don't really have any real ghost stories, do you? I do not, no. I'm a horrible storyteller. I have no stories. Yeah, well, if you had a ghost story, you'd be a great storyteller. If I had one, yes. But, you know, and you may have had ghosts and you didn't know it. Uh, maybe, yeah. I, Many um, of them are silent and they're just hanging around and they don't want to bother anybody. Oh, no, those are nice. Those yeah. are the ghosts I like. Yeah, nice, friendly ghosts, but who knows? Nothing has been moving... Uh, that wasn't supposed to move bureaus, desks, tables. No, not in my life. Not I have seen. Life. Okay. Do you have some ghost stories you'll be telling? Or? Yeah, there's a few, uh, I guess, um, through the years. Um, really? A lot of footsteps. A lot of footsteps on my older house. Hmm. Mm-hmm. My wife thought it was definitely her dad. Really? Looking over our son. Yeah. Really. Well, that's kind of... And we, we moved, the footsteps went away. Hmm. So no footsteps in the yeah. current house. Also, I saw a thing on the White House that's supposed to be, uh, believe it or not, a haunted cat. A haunted cat, a cat haunting a cat that the White House. used to live in the White House, and uh, okay. they actually... This is amazing. Do we know which president had the cat? I'm not sure. I'm not sure, but they, had, they showed paw prints. <laughs> Whoa. From the cat. Oh, maybe that was a cat that's alive. At the so anything moment. that bad happened, they would kind of feel that the cat was around. Mm-hmm. Things was like a, Pearl Harbor, things like that. Was it a black cat? I don't know. They didn't say, but it was a, a very troubled cat. Mm. Very troubled cat. Mm. So there is. I've heard a lot of ghost stories in the about the White House of aber, aberrations. Is that the right word? Yeah. Aborigines? Aborig- no, ab- no. Aborig- not Aborigines. That's from Australia, isn't it? Yes. Well, lots of Lincoln was a very ghosty president. You know, he was... Did Lincoln believe in ghosts? I don't know, but people believe that Lincoln is still walking around oh, the White okay. House. that he is a ghost. Yeah. And he's... Well, we could use some wisdom from Mr. Lincoln. Yeah, absolutely. Help us out here. Mm-hmm. Anyway, whether they're true or not, people, we enjoy these ghosty stories. You know, this... As long as they're not hurting anybody, right? Yeah, I mean... Yeah. Yeah, we don't want... We don't want poltergeists or things like that. We don't want people just totally scared out of their wits mm-hmm. and being killed by these ghosts or anything. No, m- most of the ghosts are pretty good, but it's an eerie thing. By the way, um, we feel that we've had ghosts in the radio station. What? Who? who I've not heard this. Who mm-hmm. says that? Me. You. No, seriously, we had a gentleman who passed away a number of years ago, and we okay. always felt his presence a little bit after that. Really? Mm-hmm. Who would that be? An engineer from a An long engineer. time ago. Great guy. Great guy. So so what makes you think he's around? What what has happened? I don't think it's just, that the, uh, just to let us know that he was around. But, no, he's moved on to he's other radio a, stations. He's not around anymore? I don't think so, unless he's just quieter. When's the last time you felt his presence? Oh, this was years ago. Like before me? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. So that's good. Before Marty. BM. BM. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I'll think of a bunch more later. We could use him probably sometimes. Things go wrong here, and we don't have anybody around, so we probably could have... Mm-hmm. We'd like to bring him back, maybe. Could bring him back, sure. He was could help us out. very astute at what he did. Just send me a sign of how to fix whatever is the okay. problem. Okay, you let me when there's something going on in the uh, newsroom that uh, you feel is 
Not right. Just there's ask. A, there's ask, a lot not right. Ask for Alex. Alex. Okay. All right. You got it. So we always take care of you. No. And if you ever want to borrow a hot dog outfit, <laughs> let me know. You pulled it off, man. Thanks, buddy. It's time for the number one talk show of Eastern Connecticut and Southern Rhode Island. The Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now here's Stu Breyer. I think there's a ghost in the studio already. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the program. 889-5252 is the number. From noon to one, we'll play some very scary songs. And then uh, through the day, if you have a what you feel is a real ghost story, it's Halloween. So we got to make the most of it. But, of course, there are many other things to talk about. And we'll be doing that with you as well. It's a donor who spent... $2.2 million on ads against Lamont. Boy, some of the donations we're hearing about, it's absolutely extraordinary. People donating to uh, the guy or the gal that they want to win. Hmm. It's a big headline in today's bulletin paper. $2.2 million. Or people donating 10000 100000 of course, the big story now is Musk now gets a chance to deal with Twitter. Hopefully, Twitter will be a lot more honest. That would be nice. And that's what we're hoping for because this country was based on freedom of speech. And Musk says that's what he's going to try to do with Twitter. Naturally, the people who are not in favor of that are really upset. But we'll see what happens and see if he comes through for the folks. So, join me on this beautiful Halloween day at 889-5252. That hot dog outfit, boy, it was weird. Putting that, I, I wore it years ago, and it really, I really looked like a hot dog. Um, except for my nose. I've never seen a hot dog with a nose, but other than that, you would think that I was a walking hot dog. Stranger things have happened. Welcome, you're on the air. Hi. Good morning to you. Um, good, how are you? Okay. That's good. Um, in uh, the day, Sunday, they have a, a publication. It's called In Loving Memory. It's mm-hmm. a tribute to our loved ones lost between August and October. Yes. And um, in there, there is a picture of... Marvin. In today's day paper or yesterday? In, in Sunday's oh, Sunday, paper so. on page 20. Oh, that's too bad. I didn't have that paper. Yeah. And and it's, it's really nice. I think it's a lovely thing that they do. And uh, I, was, I wasn't surprised, but I, I came across Marvin's paper, and I thought that was nice. And I thought to myself, I hope he realized how much... Uh, he, people cared about him. You know, it's interesting. Uh, still today, when the phone is blinking, I think maybe it's Marvin. Yeah, I know. He's, I know. He's been calling for I, so many it, years. 
his presence is mm. still here. You know, whether you agreed with him or not, it was yeah. he was there and right. giving I, his I opinion. With, yes, I agreed with him sometimes, and sometimes I didn't. Mm-hmm. But, but that was but okay. He, he, he had a presence. He was a very bright man and, of course, a veteran. Yeah. I always have a great, great admiration for. Uh, yes, mm-hmm. and, and uh, I had admiration for him because he... he you could, if you were a veteran, <coughs> excuse me, you could uh, call him any time, and he would always help you. Yeah, he so was always there for the veterans, and he was always there for them. Couldn't get much so better than that. Now, do you get any trick or treaters where you are? Uh, I I get very few. Mm-hmm. I don't know if how many I'll get this year, but I don't get many at all. We don't get any at all. No, uh, no, no. no. Well, the kids in the neighborhood is, have grown up. Yeah, yeah, they have, or, or they've, they've uh, uh, there aren't that many in, in the neighborhood, you know? Yeah. Well, I figure some year I won't have any candy and they'll all show up, so we, we always have candy. I know it. That's all right. Just to make sure in case there's a whole busload. Yeah, I do, too. In the meantime, and, and, if they don't I, show up, I'll eat it. Right, right. Okay, Stu. Well, thanks for letting me know. I'll try to find that. Yeah, do, because it really is nice. Okay. All right, thank you. Happy Monday, everybody. You want to share some Halloween stories or talk about the news of the day? That's okay. It's all open for you if you're new to the program. Welcome. All opinions are welcome here. We have freedom of speech. 860-889-5252, of course, Over the weekend, Nancy Pelosi's husband was attacked, which is deplorable. Some monster got into the house, hit him with a hammer, was yelling for Nancy, and uh, some of the politicians are making it a political thing, but he was a monster. The guy checking up on him was uh, somebody who shouldn't have been out in in the public, to be honest with you, with his record. But it was a big story over the weekend and scary. Obviously, these days, uh, those in politics in Hollywood need more protection because it only takes somebody who's just off the rails. And he will be okay. Mr. Pelosi will be okay. Did have a fracture. What the guy was, uh, his motivation, everybody is speculating, but it's a sad story. You remember... When the Supreme Court Justice Kavanaugh, there was a guy who was setting up to murder him. Remember that? I mean, there's, there's so many stories that we can relate to you these days, and it's, it's just amazing. Oh, now these folks really should have more protection. Hey, let's check the weather. Hi, everybody. Happy Halloween. Today, partly to mostly cloudy with a few sprinkles possibly later, but uh, not a big deal. Temperatures will be in the low to mid-60s today. Tonight, mostly cloudy with showers developing after midnight. That's good news. Temperatures around 52 degrees. Tomorrow, scattered uh, morning showers, then becoming partly sunny during the afternoon. Breezy at times. Highs in the upper 60s. Whoa. Wednesday, mostly sunny. Highs in the mid to upper 60s. In the early morning forecast center at Channel 3, I'm meteorologist Scott Haney wishing you all a great, safe, and healthy Halloween. 54 degrees, WICH, Stu Breyer with you on this Monday, Monday. Just looking over the list of some of the songs we're going to be playing from noon to one. I think you'll find them uh, very interesting, including there's a song called The Headless Horseman. 
Does anybody remember that? The Headless Horseman. Mm. Wow. And we will be playing Dracula Singing My Way a little bit later on in the show. So if you'd like to check in on any subject, or is Halloween not as popular as it used to be? I don't see as many kids coming around. But maybe they're all going to one neighborhood who has the best candy. I mean, when we were growing up, we didn't have the little the little miniature candies. They, this was the big deal. When you got a Hershey bar, it was a big Hershey bar. Now it's a little Hersh. Very expensive, some of the candy, too, huh? Man. What is it, three bucks, two bucks? I still like the dark chocolate. Take a short break. I'd like to check in. We're just getting warmed up today on this beautiful October day. WICH AM and FM, join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for Personality Radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. You're in possession of a grandfather clock that was handed down through your family over the years. It hasn't cuckooed, or you can sell it. Either way, you'll want a real clock guy, and Phil is your man. Phil's Clocks and Repair in Jewett City can get that heirloom of yours up and running. And if you're looking for some extra dough, he might just take it off your hands. For clock repairs and sales of almost any kind imaginable, visit Phil's Clocks and Repair on Main Street in Jewett City. It's always worth the time. What a terrible tragedy in South Korea. Unbelievable these things happen. People running over each other in a Halloween celebration. How do these things happen? Hmm. Welcome to the program. Good morning, Steve Breyer. Good morning, Joey. What's up, buddy? All right. Hey, I wish I had access. I ha- I do have access to a computer. I have my uh, email, but it's at the library, so... I would like to see that picture of you in a hot dog outfit. <laughs> I look good yeah. in hot dog, yes. Mm-hmm. So what what you do, drive to work with it on? And then, because uh, you said you hoped that no police pulled you over. That would have been, uh, they probably would have left their rear ends off. But, uh, I'm not sure. And, so you, yeah. and, then you, and then you show up at work and it's like, who's this guy? Who's this hot dog? Is that well, what I, you did? I wanted to wish everybody a happy Halloween and start off Monday with a little smile or two. Yeah, you mentioned that, and that's really cool. Well, you got all that, Stu. You know how to make anybody laugh, and you got a great sense of humor. Uh, but did you walk in the studio with the uniform on, the hot dog outfit on? Yeah, sure, why not? It's no, Halloween. that was really cool. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, I was I was psyched out. Five nothing, this is Friday night. Five nothing, we're down, right? I say we're, I'm part of the team. And then they came back five up. And then, 10th inning, man, a solo home. I was, like, ecstatic. Like I said, if you went on the road, especially in the World Series, that's big time. So now it's – and they lost. And, you know, I, I listened to the game on – I listened to it on the radio, and I love it. I can I, – it's more – I don't need to see it to know what's going on. I played a lot of baseball. Anyhow, man, then, then the five to two, they lost. That's fine. But at least they won one on the road, and now we got three in Philly starting the night, so I'm psyched. So I look at it this way, Stu. We're down. It's a five-game series now. I eliminated the first two. They're canceled out, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, that's, listen, uh, you, you hope that's to win it, at least brother. one. Huh? You hope to win at least one on the, uh, on the other team's uh, home team, so it's good. Mm-hmm. That's a plus. That's a big plus. It's better than going back to Philly 0-2, right? 
Hey, the odds against blowing a five to nothing lead with Verlander pitching is almost a thousand to one, but they did it. Yeah, I was listening to some of those stats too. It's incredible the stats, and uh, uh, there's so much I can get into. With, with it. Yeah, but I enjoy it and listen to these stats and all that. It's just so amazing. I, I'm psyched out. But hey, it's great that they're there. They haven't been there since 2008 or 2009. So I'll be checking it out. Right. I'll be watching it tonight. Yeah, I'll be talking to my Yankee friend. She called me up the next morning. Congratulations, Joe. I said, why? I'm not on the team. I don't play. She goes, I know, but the Phillies, you got your hat and all, right? I said, yeah. But she's a diehard Yankee fan. And it's like, and I'm going to talk to her later today. She, you know, the Yankees are there, it seems like, every other year. It's a big thrill for me because they don't get there often. You know, Stu? Yeah, of course it's a big thrill. The Phillies aren't there, as you say, a lot. And uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, that Harper, he's just like, that Harper's like a, uh, a what's his name, Ryan, uh, for the Yankees, uh, Judge. He don't have the home runs as much, but he, when he hits one, man, he wails it. No, he's on a good streak now, which is a good time for it. All right. All right. My talk bro- to you okay, soon. Okay, my brother. I'll be listening to you. Yep, see ya. Hello. Welcome to the program. Good morning. Yes, uh, what I was calling for, it was uh, not with, with not, no uh, disrespect. I wish Mr. Pelosi all the best. Much respect and all due respect to the man. I don't know him. Mm-hmm. I hope he recovers quite quickly. And I have a question I want to put out there to see what everybody else says, and I'm waiting to see. Uh, especially that other former state senator, I forgot what his name was, along with his buddy, Blumenthal. I'm waiting for the day, and I'm warning the carpenters out there that you better guard against the, the potential thing that the Democrats are going to attack you now, like they did the Second Amendment. They're going to have to make you register your hammers you use in your carpentry trade, that they're assault weapons. The Democrats are going to come out potentially with an assault weapon bill referencing all, any and all hammers owned by everybody. Is this just speculation, or have you heard something in the wind on this? No, I'm just speculating. Oh, okay. I'm putting out there to see do the people feel that they do it. They did that with the, the with regards to yes, and I agree with that. There has to be checks and balances as a gun owner with the weapons as a responsible, lawful gun owner. Yes, I do agree with some of the laws that's out there that they should be in place, and I 100 percent, 1,000 percent, as a licensed gun owner, feel that there should be yes, with some laws and checks and balances. Some of them are duplicate and triplicate laws that the other party don't know what they're doing. And I'm speculating, I'm waiting for the day, being she's one of the most anti-gun people or something, but no, no disrespect to her either. I disagree with her, but I don't mean her any harm. I'm waiting for the day when the Democrats start coming up where they want to propose the registration of the carpenters and anybody who owns a hammer that they're so stupid. Well, you know, you know why that's not going to happen is because you could use anything as a weapon, a chair, anything, uh-huh. even a pillow. Right, right. But I, I'm just making it as a speculation. No, I understand. I understand but where you're going but with no it. No disrespect. I'm, please, okay, I don't want no, anybody I get to become it. an ignorant idiot. But I was wondering when they were going to come up with it because everybody, all the parties, they come up with the, the most ludicrous and ridiculous, stupid laws 
and I just wanted to put that out there as a speculation. All right, it's With good no, to get your... Uh, no disrespect to anybody. All right, don't worry about it. It's good to get your okay. point of view. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Hello, welcome to the program. Hey, <clears throat> good morning, Sue. Good morning, Sue. Oh, yeah. Hey, boy, uh, I, I heard so much stuff in the middle of the night this whole weekend. You need to get some sleep, buddy. <clears throat> oh, I... I, I I'm fine. I drink a lot of coffee during the day. Mm, yes, I know. Anyway, mm -hmm. you know, he mentioned Blumenthal. Well, you know what I heard on Saturday night about between 11 and 12? Could be anything. Mm -hmm. um, that it was an actual interview with Leora Levy. It was on the best of Hannity. Oh, yeah, she's been on, yes. And... She is in, within five points of Blumenthal. Now, really? that X's out what our local paper has been saying, 15 points, 17 points, really? No. You write straight from the horse's mouth. I like horses. Um, so I don't know what to believe anymore. I hear sometimes 20, sometimes 5. Who knows? Well... When he was interviewing her, she was very upbeat, and she's and they're saying, you're within five points. That was like, whoa, I hadn't heard that before, but I had to hear it in the middle of the night. Second thing I heard in the middle of the night, on everybody between that Curtis Sleela from New York City, and I mean, he really is in the middle of the night, and um, what's his name, um... Billy Cunningham, he goes until one now, and everybody was discussing the Pelosi thing, and no one believes the story. No one. It's not that no one believes he got hurt. We know he got is this hurt. A is this a conspiracy thing, Sue? No, no, because Billy Cunningham, he was a judge once. His wife right now is a judge. He doesn't play around, okay? And when he is saying things like, I heard the call to the police department, and there, he says, first of all, there was a third person in the house. Who was it? Somebody opened the door for the police. Who was it? The person who called the police said, Dave, David, or whatever, a friend. All right, how'd the guy get in there? And why was he in his underwear? And this thing about him saying, where's Nancy, where's Nancy, really? When, when they showed up and they were let in, he's rolling around on the floor trying to bonk him on the head with a hammer. How is he saying, where's Nancy? It's like that, I believe, was inserted. No, Susan, I, you know, not everything is a conspiracy. You know that. Come on. Um, no one's buying it, even in the newspaper today. No one's buying it because none of the phone calls and the statements, I followed it since I heard it. Well, whatever you think, whatever you think, this guy slipped into the house. He was able to do it because he's a maniac. And was there to hurt Nancy, and um, her husband was there. And what do you think he was in there, going in there for tea? But, Come on. Yeah, but Billy Cunningham, he says I have heard all the everything. And here's another thing I didn't ever didn't know. Billy Cunningham was talking to another person on the phone because he has guests all night, right? And they're saying, did you know? That when uh, uh, Pelosi got in that accident when he was drunk 
a guy got out of his car and ran away. They don't know who it was. They said, oh, yeah, I, I, I heard that. And like, I didn't know that. Okay, Sue, I got to run, but um, put well, that in your no book. no one's buying it. And for Cheney, she's not a Republican. In, um, okay. It says she has finally endorsed a Democrat candidate for the first time in Wyoming. So she's... She's gone. She's not a Republican. All right, buddy. No talk way. to you later. Get some good ghost stories for the last hour. Oh, yeah. All right. You going to have somebody on the second hour? Uh, no. No? Okay. Well, if I hear anything new, I'll tell you. Talk to you later. Bye. Okay. Hello. Welcome to the program. Hi. How are you? Hey. Okay. What's oh. up? Yes. Um, Pelosi. Mr. Pelosi. Um, it, you know, it's a, it's a sad situation. Hopefully he gets better soon. But the um, the president and, and the others are blaming Republicans for being violent. Um, they seem to have forgotten about the summer of 2020 when, um, when there were people out rioting, trying to burn down federal buildings, Trying to um, uh, throwing block, rocks and and frozen bottles at policemen, etc. Um, they forgot about um, Maxine Waters saying, "You get in their face." Of course, of course, it's it's politics rearing its ugly head again. Yeah, um, uh, this and the is president, a... he talked about when he became president. Gas was over five dollars a gallon, and it's less now. That was a lie. Well, yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. so we know it was two something. You know, around two forty um, nationwide gas was when he became president, and then it went up to about five, and then it went down. However, it is not continuing to go down. It is now going up. Um, I had paid about a month ago. I paid three oh five for gas. Okay. Now that was in Colchester. In in Norwich it was around three nineteen. Okay. I paid three forty five Friday morning. Okay? Mm-hmm. Same gas station that was three nineteen a month ago. And when I went by um yesterday or Saturday, one one of the two days, it was up to three fifty five. Yeah, well I've so seen them now three eighty. The gas is going down. You know, I've seen a lot of the gas stations now up to three eighty. So, unfortunately, Um, that's the case. Yeah. I had gone down to New Haven on Friday, and there were a lot. Down there, it was in the 370s. Anyway, so then there's this thing about diesel. Diesel is what's used um, for oil for your tank, for your um, heating systems, okay? And they have a 26-day supply. Um, you know, and he's still he's still sending out oil to different countries. What in God's name is wrong with this man and this? Not just this man, but this whole whoever's running the show. We know it's not Joe Biden, but I don't understand what is wrong um, that that they can allow this to happen. People in the North East, particularly, need oil for, for their heating. Do you have oil heat? Yes. Okay. I, last I called, and I haven't called them to deliver yet, it was about five bucks a gallon. Um, I, on TV, 
and I, I actually I just ordered some and I, I didn't even ask them I'm terrified I, uh, nationwide it's like 540 a gallon mm-hmm. um, so you know whatever I don't know what it's going to be um, I'm terrified well when the thermostat gets half down then I'm going to call and get it over with mm-hmm. yeah yeah we're down we're down just below a half I think so um, you know I'm going to get it filled I also I don't want you know with the shortage I don't want to take that chance that they're going to limit what you get you know and and then each time you get like 100 gallons it's going to be 20 mm. cents more a gallon you know probably well listen uh, it's been pretty warm so we're lucky there I got to run but thank you you're welcome bye hello welcome to the program yeah I still uh so uh I don't think I heard Susan get into the full detail of the theory that was going around on the internet about that uh, Paul Pelosi thing. So do you believe um, it or what? I don't believe it. I, I, I can't discount it, of course. I mean, it's, obviously it's plausible. We had Jeffrey Epstein. I don't, I, what I think it is is it's Trumpsters running for cover, even though they don't have to defend this guy. Um, the theory is that it was like a, like a gay hookup that went wrong. But what I think is a more plausible theory is that this guy was a conspiracy theorist who might have been had a few screws loose to begin with. And like we've been seeing nationwide where we've been seeing more marijuana, quote, legal marijuana, it's stronger, more, you know, and, and people have this misconception that it is healthy. So they're doing it all day long, every day, for years on end. And... There was an article, I think it was in August, in Tablet Magazine, which is a, a Jewish conservative journal, and I, I happen to like that magazine. And they're talking about how there is this um, marijuana psychosis epidemic going across the country. And it's, of course, clustered in places where the legal, quote, legal, but it's really not legal stuff, is, is the highest. Evidently, Alice Berenson, who is a conspiracy theorist, just wrote a book. I heard about it through Ann Coulter, but I haven't read the book, and it's on the same topic. Um, anecdotally, there's a guy I went to school with who I remember 10, 11 years ago, he was talking about how, how he was looking to get his, his medical pot card, and I run into him from time to time, a few times a year at the store or whatever, and you know, recently, he's, he's getting into all sorts of conspiracy theory type things, and one that really strikes me as maybe it's related to the marijuana, is that he believes that he can communicate with his family through telepathy. He just sits at home, mm-hmm. and he, he talks in his mind, and that his, 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 I don't know if it's a wife or a girlfriend, and his kid, they all understand each other. So is he stoned when he does this? He's stoned all every time I've seen him. Oh, he's always stoned, okay. Always stoned, and mm-hmm. it, I think it's, quote, legal now. It's really not legal. This is really a bad precedent that we've done because it is still illegal on the federal level. So something really needs to be fixed. But it's, he's had the medical card for a number of years, and now it's, quote, legal. So even if he's off his medical card, as long as he's not driving, and I don't know if he's driving, but yeah, this, he's, this, this, this drug, is, uh, it, it, does, it does produce people that are psychotic. It's, I remember the videos from Dragnet with, with Joe Friday and uh, the drugs. Mm-hmm. And you used to laugh at it. No one believed in it. And, 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 you know, you get mugged by reality. And I think the more you get mugged by reality, the more conservative you become. Now, a lot of, uh, uh, a lot of crimes, there's a connection with drugs. Many, many of them. Many well, of them. 
you talk to someone that's younger, even in your generation, like in the 60s, it was very weak, and then it got stronger. But now it's unbelievably strong, and then the delivery method is sometimes through the edibles where it's just like you're, I, I don't know, you must be flying. And, and, and these guys think it's medicine. So even if they start to act crazy, even if they realize they're crazy, they just go and take more medicine. You know, we're in the, we're in, we're in crazy town in a number of ways, and the, the pot is one of them. Now, if you want to make pot legal, I, I suggest calling your, your congressman and your representative and your senators because what we're doing now where we're just uh, flouting, uh, you know, the law state by state is, uh, I think it's ridiculous. You either have a law or you don't have a law. Someone needs to challenge the law. That would be the, probably the best way to do it. Well, it's pretty much challenge legal now. Law. Pretty much legal. Certainly medical marijuana, I have no problem legal. with. That's the thing. It is, it is, and there is no, the, the, as far as the federal government is concerned, there is no justifiable use, not even medical. It is, it is written into the law. Well, state so by if state, you disagree no. with it, change the law, or better yet, challenge the law. The thing with challenging laws, you might have every drug known to man available on the street the following day. That's All right, sir. Way. Thank you. That's where we're going. Thanks for the input. All right. We talk, talk to you later. Welcome back to the uh, Twilight Zone. We'll be back with you in just a moment on Halloween. You unlock this door with the key of imagination. Beyond it is another dimension. A dimension of sound. A dimension of sight. A dimension of mind. You're moving into a land of both shadow and substance, of things and ideas. You've just crossed over into the Twilight Zone. News commentary. Halloween has a haunting price tag this year. It's spooky, it's scary, it's Joe Brandon's America, where you get more tricks than treats. I'm Tommy Laren. More next. Hi, I'm Lisa Booth for Bishop Gold Group. Are you worried about your financial future as retirement gets closer? All over the country, soon-to-be retirees are fearing for their financial future as markets remain volatile. Bishop Gold Group helps you invest in gold and gold IRAs to protect your wealth and retirement during times of high inflation and wild swings in the market. Secure your future today. Contact Bishop Gold Group by dialing pound 250 from a mobile phone and say the keyword Bishop Gold or visit bishopgoldgroup.com. Alert, your holidays are going to be more expensive this year. According to the Labor Department, candy prices this Halloween are up more than 13% from last year, the largest yearly increase ever recorded. Americans are expected to spend about $100 on average this Halloween, and I suspect many families will have to opt out altogether. But no family should have to choose between holiday supplies and making their mortgage payment. But here we are. It's awfully sad things are so expensive, some kids won't be able to take part in the simple joy of the Halloween holiday. Finally, the pandemic is over. And now this. And if you think it's bad for Halloween, wait until Thanksgiving and Christmas come around. Now that's the scariest part of it all. A giant boo. But Halloween comes right before midterm elections. So remember your pocketbook when you cast your vote. I'm Tommy Laren, and you can listen to all of my hot takes at foxnewscommentary.com. My name is Connie and I have been an educator for over 20 years. I support Pietro Rocky Camardella because he supports parents and children. Pietro believes that parents should make the decisions for their children, especially in regard what they learn in school. Don't let the government decide what's best for your children. A vote for Pietro Rocky Camardella on November 8th is a vote to have somebody fighting in your corner for your children. My name is Pietro Rocky Camardella and I have approved this message. Paid for by Rocky for CT19. 
Stu Brian with your WICH. There's a lots of miniature candy that, uh, you know, you don't have to put one raisin in each bag. And, you know, you can get a cluster bags of uh, candy that I've noticed. But I know naturally, like everything else, it's up in price. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi, Stu. Hi. So much for obesity. Uh, anyway, I was, it was just a thought, you know, uh, mm-hmm. candy, candy, candy. But what I um, called about was you mentioned something about a $2 million donation to a campaign. Yes. Yes, we um, did. Do you remember who that person, you know, what state, was it out of state or in state? It was for Governor Lamont. Uh, no, no, I'm sorry. It was for Bob Stefanowski. Okay, was it a donation from out of state or in state? Do you know that? Oh, that's a good question. Um, it's an old line businessman, so it's in state. The state's oh, okay. biggest contributor. So, mm-hmm. I, you know, that was uh, one thing I was thinking over the weekend because um, they, you know, I was listening to the news off and on over the weekend, and um, politicians can accept donations from people out of state. Yeah, I guess so, sure. Okay, so my point is um, that has a lot of, that contributes to a lot of influence, um, you know, trying to support somebody in our state and versus, okay, you got to be in-state to vote and register, but yet they can accept campaign money mm-hmm. from out-of-state people that have influence um, to, you know, strengthen their campaign. So the little guy who's running that has a heart of gold or uh, hopefully even given a chance uh, to debate these people, career people, um, have to raise money to even get in the campaign so they're getting um, no. The it's not fair. You're right. Trying to get in. There should be a limit. There should like be a limit. There should be a limit. So they don't even have a chance. So there's an unfair advantage. I think. I agree with you. Thanks for calling. I think there should be, you know, the more money that one can raise for their campaigns, the more advertising, the more they're out there, the more banners and pictures and all over the place doesn't seem fair does it hmm? and still there are some candidates that raise very little money that can still win but it's really something needs to be changed about that there has to be some limit to how much donations can go into the pie do you think that'll ever happen probably not what do you think? 889-5252 is the number. Okay, dads, it's time to do the Cabbage Patch, the Running Man, or something more contemporary, the Floss. That's right. Dance like a dad with your kids. Learn more at fatherhood.gov. Producing wire, rope, and welding, hydraulics, and hospitality. These things may not have a lot in common to you and me, but Congressman Joe Courtney knows they're just some of the industries and the jobs fueled by a strong shipbuilding economy. So, as chair of the House Armed Services Subcommittee on Sea Power, Joe Courtney worked with both Democrats and Republicans to double the Navy's budget for submarines. Just one of the reasons Joe Courtney is ranked Connecticut's most bipartisan member of Congress. 
And for us, Courtney's leadership on submarine production is producing jobs and economic opportunity in Groton and New London, but also from Plainfield to Enfield, from Basra to Tolland, from Ledger to Waterford, and on and on. Economic development from shipbuilding and a stronger future all across eastern Connecticut? Yep, now those things go hand in hand. Just like job creation and Joe Courtney. I'm Joe Courtney, and I approve this message. Paid for by Joe Courtney for Congress. Well, Susan was referring to uh, conspiracy stuff with the uh, unfortunate attack in Nancy Pelosi's home. And sure enough, there are articles now about... uh, the story, hopefully we'll get it straight. Is there possible misinformation? Well, it's easy to find on Paul Pelosi's assault. According to an article today in the day paper, comes from the Washington Post. An online forum devoted to former White House advisor Stephen Bannon's right-wing radio show alerted its 78,000 subscribers to very strange new details on Paul Pelosi's attack. Roger Stone, a longtime political former President Donald Trump guy, took to the fast-growing messaging app to call the assault on House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's husband an alleged attack, telling his followers that a stench surrounding mainstream reporting about the Friday break that left Pelosi 82 with a skull fracture. So what do these people think that the, uh, the doctors made that up? He didn't have a skull fracture? Amazing, huh? Skepticism didn't stay in the right-wing echo chambers, but seeped also into the feeds of popular online personalities, including Twitter's new owner, Elon Musk. There is a tiny possibility there might be more to the story than meets the eye, he wrote Sunday morning, pointing to his 112 million followers to a sensationalist account of the episode published by a site known for spreading right-wing misinformation. You must understand that the Washington Post is far left. The rush to sow doubt about the assault on Pelosi's husband illustrates how aggressively influential figures on the right are seeking to dissuade the public from believing facts about the violence, seizing on the event to promote conspiracy theories and provoke distrust. The House Speaker has long been a bugbear for the right, which has intensified its rhetorical blitz on its recent years even as extreme threats against members of Congress have increased. And to be fair, there has been extreme threats against both sides, which has got to stop. These merchants of misinformation, according to Carl Cameron, a former longtime Fox News political correspondent, deceive their massive audiences using rumors and lies about everything from the integrity of elections to the details of a police report. So it depends on which way you want to go with a conspiracy theory, what side of the fence you're on, whether you want to believe the Russian collusion or you want to believe there's more to that attack in Pelosi's home. People are going to believe what they want to believe many, many times. Okay. You make up your own mind. All opinions are welcome on this program. If you want to check it out, it's a big article in the day paper today which came from the Washington Post.
Now, you are invited to check in with us at 889-5252. I hope between 1 and 2 today we're going to get some ghost stories, some Halloween fun. I know we're going to do that from noon to 1 with uh, Halloweenish type songs. So we don't want to get you too scared, but it'll be fun, including the uh, Headless Horseman. We'll be playing that, but you don't remember that one. Ghost Riders in the Sky and so many other favorites for Halloween. But till noon, I want your opinion on lots of these stories at 889-5252. Protect your family, protect your farm. FarmSafe 811 reminds you to never assume location or depth of underground pipelines and utilities. Always contact 811. Learn more at farmsafe811.org. Hi, everybody. Happy Halloween. Today, partly to mostly cloudy with a few sprinkles possibly later, but uh, not a big deal. Temperatures will be in the low to mid-60s today. Tonight, mostly cloudy with showers developing after midnight. That's good news. Temperatures around 52 degrees. Tomorrow, scattered uh, morning showers, then becoming partly sunny during the afternoon. Breezy at times. Highs in the upper 60s. Whoa. Wednesday, mostly sunny. Highs in the mid to upper 60s. In the early morning forecast center at Channel 3, I'm meteorologist Scott Haney wishing you all a great, safe, and healthy Halloween. Yes, hope it's very safe. Make sure uh, the little ones have somebody to go around with them. Make sure they're wearing light clothing. Make sure you check the uh, candy bag when they get home. Little things that folks should be doing anyway. So keep that in mind. And I think most parents are aware of that. If you're into making a lot of money... You can try the Powerball. It's now over a billion dollars. Eh. That's the second highest ever. The Powerball jackpot keeps getting larger because players keep losing. It happened again Saturday night as no one matched all six numbers and won the estimated 825 million grand prize. That means the next drawing tonight will be for one billion dollars. One billion. Do you think it would change you? Would you do things differently? The winning numbers Saturday night were white balls 19, 31, 40, 46, 57, and the red power ball was 23. Nobody had that, huh? The increased jackpot will remain the fifth largest in U.S. history behind another Powerball prize, three mega million lottery game jackpots. The biggest prize was $1 billion. 586,000 won by three ticket holders in 2016. So after taxes, you will get, um, let me see, uh, $36, which is not bad. You know, $36, you can fill half your tank with it. No, you get about, uh, if you want to take it all at once, $340 million clear. And you're saying, wait a minute, a billion and you would get $340 million clear? Well, that, that should be enough anyway, right? Hmm? Well, that, that'll do you? Okay. Hope you're doing well and the weekend was good for you. 889-5252 is our number. We'll continue with conversation right after the news. We want to take a little uh, break for the news. A lot of things in the news over the weekend, including that tragedy in South Korea where they were having a Halloween celebration with people, 20s, 30s, even teens celebrating and there were so many people in such a small area that there was panic and they were trampling over each other. 
Subsequently, well over 100 people have been killed, and many are seriously injured. You say, how can that happen? Well, you hear it happen. You hear it happen at soccer games. When there's so many people, you hear it happen at concerts. Somebody says something and everybody starts running for the door and running over everybody and those poor people in South Korea. Our hearts go out to them. Okay, new to one, some of the greatest horror oldies of all time. But we're going to get to uh, the news and the weather forecast, and then we'll have round two of an open forum, and all of you are welcome to express yourself here on Personality Radio, WICH AM 1310 in Norwich, and also FM, W233D, on the FM dial, it's 94.5, and the number to reach us is 889-5252, it's 11. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Rich Thomason. The Supreme Court is hearing arguments focusing on race-based admission policies employed by many colleges and universities. It's the second time in six years the High Court has taken up the issue of affirmative action. The court hearing two cases, one involving the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill, the other Harvard. Looks like a leftist will be taking over the presidency of Brazil again. Former President Lula da Silva managing a razor-close victory over Jair Bolsonaro in Brazil's presidential election. Correspondent Camila Costa with BBC Brazil. It is indeed a historic moment for Brazil, and it happens just three days after the anniversary of 20 years of Lula's first election, when he was the first left-wing president to be elected in Brazil. So it's quite a momentous time for him, for the left in Brazil, and for the country at large, especially, obviously, for all the people who wanted Bolsonaro out. Bolsonaro has yet to concede defeat. A political action committee throwing additional support behind Republican Senate challenger Blake Masters with a hefty new ad buy targeting Democrat incumbent Mark Kelly. Saving Arizona PAC filed that it spent more than $3.7 million on an ad campaign targeting Kelly, bringing its total spending in the race to about $10.7 million. Of the new ad buy, about $3.7 million is for ads opposing Kelly, and about 35000 are going towards ads supporting Masters in the final stretch leading up to the November 8th general election. The Super PAC was originally funded in part by billionaire Peter Thiel, who put in a record $15 million to help his protege, Masters, win the GOP Senate nomination in the August primary. Bernie Bennett reporting. On Wall Street, the Dow down 149 points. More on these stories at townhall.com. Charlie Dombeck here from Key City Capital. As a practicing CPA for nearly 30 years, I have found that 80% of your ability to grow your wealth is dependent upon two factors, taxes and investment performance. At Key City Capital, we improve investment performance by diversifying capital into off-market investment opportunities in passive rental real estate and alternatives like asset-backed lending. We recover dollars that clients unnecessarily pay in the form of income taxes, creating a lifetime annuity of savings. We are a sponsor of passive, affordable, single and multifamily residential rental investments, which are located in Sunbelt landlord-friendly states. These investments are the top choices in a rising interest rate and inflationary environment. They represent a store of value protecting your capital from market volatility. Learn how we at Key City Capital can help you ultimately grow your wealth rapidly. Connect with me at keycitycapital.com or give me a call at 817-912-1569.
Poland has chosen the U.S. government and Westinghouse to build the Central European country's first nuclear power plant. In a move to gain greater energy independence, Poland chose to partner with the United States after considering offers from France and South Korea. Poland is planning to spend $40 billion to build two nuclear power plants with three reactors each. The deal with the U.S. and Westinghouse is for the first three reactors. The Energy Department said the project would create or sustain more than 100,000 jobs for American workers. Greg Clugston, Washington. A massive barrage of Russian airstrikes this morning hitting critical infrastructure in Kiev, Kharkiv, and other cities in Ukraine. An apparent retaliation for what Moscow alleged was a Ukrainian attack on its Black Sea fleet over the weekend. Loud explosions were heard across the Ukrainian capital in the early morning hours. News and analysis, townhall.com. Apple sales and its profits rose in the latest quarter. And while that depressed the fortunes of other major tech companies, it doesn't necessarily mean the iPhone giant will be immune to a potential recession. Even though Apple fared well, the July-September results signaled the world's most valuable company is facing some of the same economic headwinds that hammered the profits of Microsoft and corporate parents of both Google and Facebook. Both Apple's revenue and earnings topped analyst estimates, but its iPhone sales missed projections in a potentially troubling sign. Jason Walker reporting. Seoul, and for that matter, all of South Korea mourning the deaths of more than 150 people. They died in a crush of partygoers over the weekend in Seoul. Nearly 150 other people were injured. More on these stories at townhall.com. It's time for the number one talk show of Eastern Connecticut and Southern Rhode Island. The Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now here's Stu Breyer. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the program, 889-5252. It's uh, an open forum to start the day. We are going to have a guest tomorrow. In fact, a couple of guests tomorrow. We're going to have the lead singer of the Young Rascals at 1 o'clock. They're touring again, the Rascals. They were originally called the Rascals, and now they're the older Rascals. But they're still Rascals. That'll be at 1 o'clock. And I have a gentleman who has written a book called The Woking Dead. A lot of you hear about the word woke. We'll finally find out the true meaning of it, which is uh, going around our country. This gentleman's done a lot of research on it. He's got a very big book. So I hope you'll uh, have an open mind and listen to it and see what you think. It's called The Woking Dead. You hear a lot that word, woke. Woke this, woke that. Maybe you just woke up. I've got a big hello for you. Hello. Hello. Here. Thanks for tuning in. It's an interesting letter to dear Abby today. Dear Abby. My wife and I recently invited two of our best friends to dinner. See if uh, this connects with you in any way. My wife and I recently invited two of our best friends to dinner. As the husband was walking through out uh, the front door, our front door, he announced that I have an awful cold, but it's not COVID. I was so shocked that he would show up on our doorstep with a communicable disease of any kind. I didn't know how to respond. I didn't want to spoil the evening. But I was seething the whole time, angry at him for exposing us. 
and we may never invite this couple to our home again, but what should I say if confronted with a similar situation in the future? Am I overreacting? Is it better to get sick for a week than to risk offending someone by asking them to go home, get well, and then reschedule? What would you do in that situation, hmm? Of course, we're so paranoid with COVID. You know, people have had colds all the time. Is it cruel to go to somebody's house when you have a cold? It's funny when people say, I have a cold, but it's not a bad cold. A cold is a cold. Some people, when they get it, it's worse. Some people don't. So what did Dear Abby say about that? If a guest's good friend or not suspects that they may have caught a bug, they should call their hosts and reschedule. This goes for the common cold, the flu, viruses that could be life-threatening. And you as host have every right to smile and tell your thoughtless friend to leave rather than possibly expose your family to whatever the person is carrying. Would you do that? I'll bet mo- I'm, I'm just guessing. I think most people would probably wouldn't say anything. You know, maybe you won't go near that person. But it's a cruel thing. No matter what, if you're not feeling well, you shouldn't go. There must be a nice way to say it, gee. You could say, well, you know, the vulnerability of catching that is pretty easy, and uh, let's reschedule. As opposed to saying, get the hell out of here. Probably say it in a nicer way. I'm guessing that most people, as long as they didn't think it was COVID, will still... Go on with the dinner. Just something I wanted to throw out. I read it this morning. I thought, hmm, that's an interesting one. Anyway, it's completely open this hour. You're on the air. Hi. Good morning, Stu. Good morning, sir. Use that term rather loosely. <laughs> oh, sir? Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, I wouldn't go anywhere. If I didn't feel good, I wouldn't go around somebody's house. Uh... One of my uh, old-time girlfriends uh, brought brought uh, sickness into my house one time and screwed us the whole family up. But, so was she sick when she came in? Oh yeah, yeah. She knew she was sick. Well, it was your girlfriend? You could have said, "Sweetie, sweetie pie." No, she's not that kind of girlfriend. She's oh. a girlfriend. Period. That's it. Oh, uh, okay, I get it. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. a girl. You know, all all American. Anyway, mm-hmm. this morning, yes, I got ticked off. I went over to the gas station. I paid a whole bunch of money for gas, mm-hmm. and uh, then I read Mister Biden's little uh, comment about gas, oil, oil companies, how they're how they're profiting so tremendously uh, from the oil industry. And they aren't doing, you know, they aren't increasing production. And I hearken back to the fact that he's not leasing, making any leases out for them to drill oil on. So, but I got back home, I was reading the Wall Street Journal, said we're going to have a 40% decrease in the, in the price of natural gas. Oh, really? Mm. And that's what I heat my house with. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, well, I'm happy about that, but... Mr. Biden and the Democrats out here just don't realize what the gas, uh, the oil and gas industry is all about. And that ticks me off totally. 
Well, I'm not sure they don't know what it's all about, but uh... oh, they do. But they do. But Mr. <laughs> Biden has decided that uh, with climate change, uh, he's going to do away with all of the oil and gas industry. So I don't know what we're going to heat our houses with ten years from now, but uh, I won't probably won't be around. But <laughs> that's a little bit funny in itself. <laughs> well, I hope you are. Well, I kind of hope I'm not. You know, I still got a lot of work to do. <laughs> yeah, well, all right, work on it slower, so it'll take a long time. That's no, good. But you, hmm? you know, I've I, I've <clears throat> I've been involved with uh, oil, gas, and 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 production of one sort or another. Uh, in the navy, I, I was on a on a destroyer, and when we were out on the ocean, we do we do a full power run. We're using a thousand thousand uh, gallons of uh, bunker C. Uh, that's oil. Bunker C an hour, just just tootling on down the road. And the only thing I was out there for quite a while was uh, moonshots. Oh. That was back in the sixties. Moonshots, right? Yeah, yeah it was back in the sixties. Mm-hmm. Every time, every time we had uh, somebody up in the air, you had some kind of ship under it. But you know, it takes a lot of oil to run one of those things, and you can't do it with solar. So, um, do you get trick or treaters where you are? No. In fact, my wife said that she she doesn't think she'll even turn the light on this year. Really? Not yeah, like Hotel like 6, they won't put the light on? Yeah? Of course, we, we don't live in the elite section of Norwich either. That's the candy section? <laughs> I guess not. Okay. And my uh, One of my boys usually dressed up as a gorilla. He went around terrorizing the neighborhood, but he said, he said nobody's uh, doing the candy thing anymore. As long as he doesn't climb any buildings, I guess it'll be all right. Hey, well, listen. He's, he's got, well, he's six foot, he's, he, hell, hell, he's six foot six. Holy cow, what a big son. Yeah, and and you, he puts on this gorilla outfit. He, he, is, he is a scary person. Well, get a leash for him. I got to run. Thank you. Okay. See ya. Welcome to the program. Good morning, Stu. Good morning to you. Um, what was, oh, if somebody came to my house with a cold, they wouldn't even get in the door. My own kids. Nobody. Well, that would, yeah. I won't let them in. It's, it's very thoughtless for them to do that. So you've got to be uh, firm and sweet and say, you know, I really uh, don't want to catch a cold. Yeah, well, they know, okay, that mom has asthmatic problems. Well, mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't even have to... You know, tell them. Well, and then your kids, your kids are uh, considerate, so you don't have to worry yeah, about that. Mm-hmm. I don't, uh, and this is terrible. But when somebody tells me that I have, oh, I well, they'll say I've got allergies. Mm-hmm. Nope, you're not getting in. Okay, you don't believe them when they say that, right? No. Okay. Nope. But I mean, that's just me. But I'm, I'm very happy that my neighbors. Uh, some of my neighbors had caught COVID, but I don't converse with anybody these days. I kind of stay away. And there was a lot of deaths from COVID last week. See, people don't watch the news, oh, I it's guess. it's still around. Of course it's still around. Yeah. We're, Absolutely. You know, and um, what else was I going to say? Oh, the hammer thing with uh, Mr. Pelosi. That really is, is a terrible thing. 
Of course it is. Um, Horrible thing. I mean, I, 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 yeah, I really think, I, I just really think the situation doesn't give people ideas uh, about that, you know, using that. So, because um, you never know, you know. Uh, but, uh, and then the man that uh, ran those people down at the Christmas parade, I always wondered about these type of behaviors. Why in the world, where do they come up with this stuff? What well, makes there's some people, people that are just, this? I believe, are just evil people. Yeah. No matter how you want well, to look at it, they're evil people. And uh, some, of course, could have gotten help in earlier days and hospitalization with psychiatric well, problems, and others are just plain evil. Well, you know what bothers me? Um, I've always felt Norwich State Hospital should have not been taken out. Mm-hmm. I, I just think we need better medical society, you know, places for people to go, really. Well, you gotta, you got to lock up dangerous people. And yeah, this, this guy who ran the people over in the parade oh, that's should awful. never have it's been bad. out because of some of the heinous things that he's done. And uh, they let him out, and he ran into a parade. So you can blame our criminal justice system in certain places. i got to run. Well, okay, one other thing. Yes. Uh, I'm not going to, it's not a Halloween, it really happened. But my cousin was murdered, and she lived in Devil's Hop Yard. Oh. And and they found her body in Sherry Lane in Marsville. Mm -hmm. And so we went up there. And we were walking through the woods to the cemetery, and it was like somebody was chasing us. My husband just left the car. He would have said something, too. But somebody literally chased us, but there was nobody there. Yeah, real spooky. And I've got to say, to this very day, never, never found out who murdered her. To this very day. It's unfortunate. Yes, yeah, a sad thing. I want to get into but, some real uh, ghosty stories between one and two, so if you can think of any oh, others, okay. let us know. Yeah. Well, you know that I worked in the... Uh, my aunt and uncle were morticians, so, oh, you yeah. know, I've been around. It's not the dead that hurts you, Stu. It's the living. So, okay, okay. I'll talk later. All right, dear. Bye-bye. Thank you. Hello, welcome to the program. Oh, hi, Stu. Hi, Stu. talk about energy for two seconds? Two seconds. Go! Okay, you know what that? Excuse me. What that lady said about twenty-one days of diesel is true. I was hearing all kinds of calls in the middle of the night about that. Somebody from New Hampshire said we're going to be in a real catastrophic problem after Thanksgiving if the oil runs out. And you know, um, in New Mexico, this is in USA Today on Saturday, land managers are plugging 130 oil and natural gas wells as part of an enforcement program began two years ago. Yeah, under Biden. We need that oil or trailer trucks or delivery are going to come to a stop. All right, Sue, we will we'll pick it up. Thanks. Welcome to the program. You're on. Oh, my goodness. That was quick. Hello, Kevin. Hello there. 
says he was going a mile a minute. I thought she was going to be on for a while. They cut me off. No, she was on earlier, and uh, so we wanted oh, to give okay. well, other people a happen. chance. Happy Halloween. <laughs> okay. That sounds like something Art Mueller would do, doesn't it? Oh, God, Art was great. Yeah. That's right. He would do that. He didn't even know he was doing it. He'd do that, yes. <laughs> That's probably true. Mm-hmm. That... Um, and I, I'm apologize. I can't remember her name, but just before Susie, that story about the cemetery that was creepy. Oh, yeah, uh, probably extra creepy for me because my uh, uh, sister and her first husband lived in the Devil's Hopyard. Uh, my nephew actually lives in their house uh, now, and I spent a lot of time in Devil's Hopyard. And I wonder if she's talking about uh, the cemetery down. I think it's on uh, Three Bridges Road in, in the Hopyard. That's a very, very old cemetery, and that's kind of a... It can be kind of scary, particularly this time of year. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> don't, don't scare me, Kevin. I'll be, okay, a, I'll be okay. under the console. <laughs> so as far as um, people coming to your house and they're not well, mm-hmm. um, I don't have a lot of sympathy for people like that. Um, I think most of my friends are more considerate. Probably what I would do in it... It's a case-by-case thing, but I would probably say, well, look, why don't we uh, sit down on the porch and uh, have a cup of coffee, and we'll talk about when we might reschedule, like you were saying. Yeah. Let's do this another time. Tactfully, yes. But especially right now, because there is so much biological going on in the world mm-hmm. that we think we know about, but we're not sure we know all of it, and things are mutating. And Well, hello, Phoebe. What are you? Oh, you want to get on the air? Is Phoebe wearing a mask? No, she doesn't have to in the house. Okay. She only has to wear her mask outdoors. I get you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's kind of what I would do. Is that's, that's really inconsiderate. I agree with Dear Abby. How did she get that first name of Dear? That's an, I knew mm-hmm. somebody with a last name of Dear, but mm-hmm. Dear Abby, a first name? She, mm-hmm. got it, she got it in the headlights, I guess. Now, here's mm-hmm. the... Yes. Here's the quandary I have. I love that word, quandary. Um, a lot of times in various jobs I've worked, I'm now retired, of course, but you, if they would say, well, don't come to work if you're not feeling well. And then if you weren't feeling well, you'd call out, let them know you weren't going to be able to come in. And they'd kind of, in many situations, they'd make you feel like, well, are you sure? <laughs> okay, well, you know, you're really putting us out here. We're yeah, I don't... And, uh, and you'd go back to work, and they'd, you'd kind of get funny looks, and you have, uh, whether it was, you know, maybe even they believed you and realized you had a bad cold or maybe the flu, but they're like, you know, you really put it, it, it seems like in employment there's a dual message going on in mm-hmm. many job situations. You have no idea how many times through my radio career that I came in very, very sick. And yep. I did it, and nobody said to go home or anything. And uh, because I know, I know. when there's an air shift and you wake up sick, uh, it's very difficult. But you know, I try not to go near anyone. But now we're more sensitive about those things, so people don't well, generally come are, in sick. Yeah, even in radio, I had the same experience. It's like, and you, and then you're on the air, and you sound horrible, and. You listen to tapes later, and you're like, wow, how could anybody listen to that? <laughs> oh, yeah, believe me, I've gone through that. But a lot of times in this biz, if you have a cold, and it's really a cold, you just stay away from other people, and you wash your hands a lot. But Sure. Usually a cold. On the, yeah. uh, 
you know, how bad it is and how bad you're feeling. Because mm-hmm. the other thing is you don't want to make yourself sicker by being up and around and going to work when you need to be convalescing, so to speak. When you come in to work and you're coughing and sneezing all over the place and you're inconsiderate, uh, I've seen that too. And like, get yeah, out of here, yeah. man, you know? Yeah, we had um, <clears throat> we had somebody at church yesterday who was... Uh, she would cough, and I it, couldn't tell it by the sound of it. I don't think she was even covering her mouth. I could be wrong, but that's the way it sounded to me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, come on, please. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> I've been in a movie theater, and the person next to me, uh, in back of me, was um, just hacking and sneezing and coughing. I, I yeah. couldn't even concentrate yeah. on the movie. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. I, I have found in work situations that maybe employers are getting better now, but... I've I've had many situations where they kind of guilted you into coming to work when you really mm-hmm. shouldn't have. In the early well, days, but I know yeah, here that yeah. they they the folks here don't want anybody coming well, to work. Well, you work for a great company. We all know that, so that's that's good that they're that they're sensible about it. All right, Kev. All right, we'll see you later. You think of some spooky stories for the I'm last hour. I'm going to work on that. I don't have a lot, but maybe Phoebe can come up with some. All right, ghost cats. Uh, ghost cats, bye-bye. Thanks. Hello, welcome. You're on the air. Hey, Stu, I had a call back. Uh, you know, you, you said, like, Susie the deer, like, you, you know, get ran over by a deer. And Kevin, and I love Kevin dearly. But the thing is, when I went to Catholic school and was starting to learn in third grade how to you know, when you write a letter and penmanship and all, everybody was dear Stu, dear mom, dear dad. Mm-hmm. When you open, a, a, you know, when you open your your conversation on your letter page, right? Yes, that was dear. Yeah, dear of was very popular. I know you've been through it because you're older than me. You know, when you write a letter, you say dear. You could be blunt and go and write something else, but you could just say hey Stu or whatever. But it was always proper. It's always dear. He he was wondering like the Wonder Man. I wonder how she has her name, Dear Abby. It's it's a greeting like Dear Abby, Dear Stu. That don't you you feel? Yeah, can I get right. an agreement he, with you? He was today? kidding around. I, I thought they got Dear from Deer in the headlights, but that's okay. No, Deer in the headlight would be D D E E R, like oh, the Deer or Reindeer Rudolph the Rodent. No, no, we no, Reindeer is D E E R. We were all just kidding around. I know. I just had to say that. Though. I, I, maybe, man. All right. Maybe it's a little dry sense of humor. Dry sense of humor is very good. Any kind of I know, sense but of humor got the is best good. Sense of humor, too. I love it, man. Later. See you later, Joey. I'm gonna get to another call in just a moment. Eight eight nine five two five two is the number. It's that time of year again. The flu season is approaching. This year, health experts are predicting a bad flu season starting earlier than usual. The addition of another respiratory illness on top of COVID-19 could overburden the healthcare system and increase the risk of catching both diseases at once. This year, more than ever before, it is important for all of us to get our flu vaccine and our COVID-19 vaccine and or boosters. We need to protect ourselves and the ones we love. Remember, flu spreads mainly from person to person through coughing or sneezing. People can also get infected by touching something with flu virus on it and then touching their mouths or noses. Most people with the flu have mild symptoms, but pregnant women, young children, the elderly, and people with illnesses like asthma, diabetes, or heart disease are more likely to suffer from serious complications. Protect yourself, your family, and your community from the flu and COVID-19. Contact your primary care provider to get vaccinated this season. And remember, cover your coughs and sneezes, wash your hands often, and if you're sick, stay home. This message is brought to you by Generations Family Health Center. 
the Yukon Sports Network from Learfield. Rebound, loose puck, score! The Huskies win! The ice bus rolls on. Shoot, score! Empty netter! Closes the door! Huskies will win it! Catch all the action all season long on your home for Yukon hockey. Catch many of the Yukon Husky hockey games right here on 1310 and 94.5 FM WICH. AM and FM, Stu Breyer with you. Hello, you're on the air. Good morning, Father Stu. Hello, Boston Benny. What's cooking? Thank you for putting me on hold. I appreciate it. No problem. You know, um, it, it seems like and you would know better than anybody that there are issues or problems all over the place. You know, you know what I'm getting at? Sure. Every, Okay, you're in the business of dealing with those sort of things. Mm-hmm. But uh, I was thinking, you know, you mentioned a couple of times, maybe more than twice, about what happened in Seoul, Korea. Yes. And that has happened, we've had these incidents, or whatever you want to call them, in mm-hmm. our country. I can remember just recently there was a rap singer who had a crowd that... Yeah. With some problems, so you know I'm I'm somewhat of a preventionist, so I'm I'm going to look into to see what I can find out about crowd control, and uh, and I'll get back to you. Yeah, that's a, you know, just a few people can get out of control, and everybody panics, and uh, but there shouldn't be that many people crammed together. Right, there there should be some measures to. Yeah. Of course. Sure, people when they have large gatherings like that, that they're, mm-hmm. they're going to be safe and protected. Yeah. So I'll get back to you about it still, okay? All right, looking forward to it. Thank you. Okay, goodbye. Hello, welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. Hi. I wanted to comment on that uh, Pelosi incident, mm-hmm. and I, I had a thought about something. Now, they are wealthy. They have a wall. They have security. Uh, cameras, security, detail, and um, he's alive. I'm thinking um, of the Bristol police who were defunded uh, that didn't have the protect, uh, protection um, like uh, the Pelosi's. They went in there, and they're dead. So, Well, the police usually are the protection, so... You know, to get protections for the protectors, uh, these people lured into a situation were attacked by a couple of monsters, and uh, fortunately, I hope they'll never, well, one of them was killed. Well, you know, the police get a bad rap, but it's all over the news about this Pelosi thing, and I, uh, so I have a different weight on, on both of those issues. Well, the police did a wonderful job there. They they were there in a split second. Nine one one was called. Uh, they were there and probably saved Mr. Pelosi's life. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Thank God he's going to be okay. Things like that should never happen to anyone. And because of the stupid defunding morons for the police, we don't have as many. Be- because of the insults the police have taken the last few years, 
Uh, there's not enough police to go around. Subsequently, when you call 911, it can be a lot slower than it was. Uh, I'm going to get myself worked up here. Om. Take a short break. Want to hear from you at 8952522. This is Lori Lord with Medication Awareness. Fortunately, taking a child's temperature is easier today than in the past. I'll be back to discuss a few options. The staff at Greenville Drugstore are dedicated to the health of our community. They want you to get the most from your medications. To ensure you use your medications properly, the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore offer special compliance packaging, help with coordinating and reminding you when your refills are due, and offer a free delivery service. Remember to ask the caring pharmacist at Greenville Drugstore all of your medication questions. An independently owned Health Mart pharmacy, Greenville Drugstore has been located at 213 Central Avenue in the Greenville section of Norwich since 1951. They're here for your health. Health Mart, taking the time to listen and care. In this modern age, there are several ways to take a child's temperature. There are convenient forehead strips that are held in place until the color changes to denote a reading. There is a digital ear thermometer that is inserted into the ear canal to get a reading. And there are digital thermometers that can be used three ways. The most accurate way for children under five is to use the thermometer rectally. The least accurate way is to place the thermometer tip against the skin of the armpit. But the most common way is to place the thermometer tip under the tongue, keeping the lips closed. Ask your pharmacist for advice. Medication awareness is brought to you by the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore, a Health Mart pharmacy. We're here for your health. Listen now. Here's some important information about your Medicare coverage. If you're turning 65 or retiring from work in the next year, the team at Jane Ryan Insurance Group can guide you through the health and Medicare insurance maze. We can walk you through the Medicare process and help you pick the plan that's fitting for you and your needs. At Jane Ryan Insurance Group, because we're local, we know your doctor network, we know your plan options, and we know how to ensure your prescriptions are covered. With Jane Ryan Insurance Group, you have a local expert that you can talk to that can explain options and help you make your decision. To be honest, we're not here to sell you anything. We're here to help you make the right Medicare decisions based on your situation and help you buy the coverage you need. Find out more at janeryaninsurance.com or talk to a local expert face-to-face. Route 85, South Main Street in Colchester. Jane Ryan Insurance Group. We do not offer every plan available in your area. Any information we provide is limited to those plans we do offer in your area. Please contact medicare.gov or 1-800-MEDICARE to get information on all of your options. Halloween 2022, Stu Breyer with you. Horrible music, we'll be playing it from noon and one. I mean horror music. Don't get confused. You're on the air, welcome. Yes, good morning, Stu. Good morning, sir. I'm surprised nobody mentioned about the Norris Public Utilities going up on their rates on November 1st. Yep, no, no one's brought it up today. Mm-hmm. There's supposed to be sharp increases, too. Like $36 a month more. Depending on what you have. Well, I guess we're getting used to hearing the word increase, right? Well, luckily we're going to get a raise in uh, January in our Social Security, so that'll help. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, every little bit will so help. You keep your head above water, you're not going to drown. Well, we hope so, and if those are in trouble drowning, we've got to look out for them, particularly when it gets really cold. Make sure everybody is not freezing to death in their homes, huh? Yeah. You think Congress is going to uh, straighten out this uh, turning the clocks back and forward? I don't think it'll happen this they're, year. They're voting on it this year. Well, they better hurry up because we'll be turning the uh, clocks back very soon. Yeah, well, I mean, it's going to be uh, not that soon, but uh, 
November 6th we do it. But uh, if they pass it, <clears throat> uh, next spring we move it forward. That'll be the last time we do it. Okay, so it's going to be regular this year, and of course November 6th yeah, it, you're it's next it week. No- yeah. November 5th of 2023 mm-hmm. will be permanent. Well, they've talked about it for decades. We'll see what happens this time. Yeah, it's about time they do something about that. Yeah, leave it alone. You're right. Yeah. Well, okay, Stu, enjoy your day. You too. Thank you, sir. Let's have a day. You know, I, I see so many things on the news, and I see so many obvious lies because there are videos where, you know, some of the candidates have said one thing, and then they say they didn't. And so maybe we could have a no-lie day. Do you think that could work? Would anybody say anything? Lies. Lies. You know, just That would be refreshing, wouldn't it? Hello, welcome to the program. You're on the air. Welcome. Morning. morning. Good morning. How are you? All right, thank you. Um, I wondered about a couple of songs that you might have heard of. I'm sure you've heard of Digging Up Bones with Randy Travis, right? Oh, yeah, I forgot about that one, yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, um, um, I heard another one very briefly, so I don't know the whole song, but by Buck Owens, it's called Monster's Holiday. Don't know if I can find that one, but... Um, it I don't does... know if you've heard of it ever, but I just heard of it, well, it must have been yesterday on some station, I don't remember what station, but I heard, like, the tail end of it, and that was, it was called that, Monster's Holiday, Buck Owens, so I don't know. Mm. Does, um, sa- does sound a little familiar. Mm-hmm. Because I know you got Buck Owens, other things, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got some Buck Owens, and that one I may be hard to find, but... Who knows? But you got some interesting stuff to play. Yeah, I bet you do. I mean, you have a, a big collection, I'm sure. Um, I'm going to let you go. I have something else to ask you maybe and then later on after after the music's over. Sure. Anytime. Okay. Okay. I'll take care. Talk you to you too. later. Got a good day for Halloween um, with not bad, you know, no th- snowstorms or anything. You know, temperatures will be in the 60s and sunshiny, and you're on the air. Welcome. Yes, um, I called you last week about the um, song by Screaming Jack Hawkins, I Put a Spell on You. That would be a good one to play today, huh? Yeah, well, it's Halloween. That's a great one. Um, yes, it is. I remember okay, l- that's mine. I remember you called, and I've been looking for it. We'll see if we can get it today. I understand. It's Halloween, everybody wants a Halloween song, but I mean, that one is kind of mm. eerie and... Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sounds like he's taking a fit when he's singing it. <laughs> right. Screaming Jack Hawkins. Screaming Jack Hawkins. All right, thank you. All right, thank you. I put a spell on you. That's even scary when I think about the song. Yeah, that's with the name he went by. Screaming Jay Hawkins. Got some good ones. Okay. I just dropped my song list. In case you were wondering what that noise was. Didn't want it to get away from me. So um, if you can think of any other spooky, weird, wacky songs that we may have missed, by all means, let me know, and we'll uh, try to get it on for you. Wire rope and welding, hydraulics and hospitality. These things may not have a lot in common to you and me, but Congressman Joe Courtney knows they're just some of the industries and the jobs fueled by a strong shipbuilding economy. So as chair of the House Armed Services Subcommittee on Sea Power, 
Joe Courtney worked with both Democrats and Republicans to double the Navy's budget for submarines. Just one of the reasons Joe Courtney is ranked Connecticut's most bipartisan member of Congress. And for us, Courtney's leadership on submarine production is producing jobs and economic opportunity in Groton and New London, but also from Plainfield to Enfield, from Basra to Tolland, from Ledyard to Waterford, and on and on. Economic development from shipbuilding and a stronger future all across eastern Connecticut? Yep, now those things go hand in hand. Just like job creation and Joe Courtney. I'm Joe Courtney and I approve this message. Paid for by Joe Courtney for Congress. I know 63 degrees, WICH, welcome, you're on the air. Good morning to you. Hello, Stu. Hello, sir. Good morning. Morning. I just want to take some time out to say I encourage registered voters to make sure you go out and vote. This is a very important election. I encourage them to look at the track record, voting record, of our congressional delegation. That means Senator Blumenthal. That means Congressman Courtney. And I think it's time for a new senator with a fresh approach. I see in history that Blumenthal will be remembered as a senator who wanted to take the guns away. And it should be more about looking at the mental health and why we have these people out in the streets with guns in the first place. It's just the wrong answer because most people are, are diligent about how they uh, carry their firearms. And another thing is about this election is the governor of our state, Lamont, has somehow made $54 million through the market way or elsewhere. And I remember that Tim Herbst said, if you're not a millionaire, don't run for governor. And I think that really sends an improper and sets an improper standard for the youth of not only Connecticut, but the whole country. I think everybody should be able to have a shot in America, not just the uh, quote-unquote elite few. They run a risk, too, on the Democrat side of things. Um, they vote in line with anything Biden wants. Only Joe Manchin had the courage to vote otherwise, unless they wanted to flood him out. But anyway, so Lamont, Senator Blumenthal, Joe Courtney, Senator Murphy, I hope they are not going to let us who depend on oil go cold because of their fright and they're being afraid of using fossil fuels. Um, I'm totally in favor of using fossil fuels. We are not hurting Mother Earth. We have taken good steps to protect our planet in the first place. And uh, I hope they're not just going to take uh, desperate measures because they're thinking they're going to lose their seat. It's just time for fresh faces, and I thank you for your time. Bye-bye. Thank you. I agree with that. It's, it's, uh, some people who uh, don't have a lot of money who would make great governors or people in high positions in politics just don't have the money. Shouldn't be about the money, but I understand it's how you're going to work that out, right? It's expensive to campaign, but it seems like many have a lot of wealthy people, of course, have better chance getting in. And these are things that I ponder in the little Ponderosa corner.
You know, we think about these. All right, I have oh, plenty of time for calls. Remember, this is the program. You don't have to agree with me. Or you can agree with me. I won't get mad at you if you do. But uh, 860-889-5252 is the number. We're looking for some good ghost stories from uh, noon to one, uh, from one to two. And we've got some uh, Halloweenish type music between noon and one today. But I have plenty of time to uh, take some more calls if you want to get in on any topic. So tomorrow we'll finally get a good definition of what woke means. You hear about it a lot in the news. Woke. It's called Woking Dead is the name of this, the uh, book. How Society's Vogue Virus Destroys Our Culture. We'll see what you think with a guy by the name of A.J. Rice. A.J. Rice has been sending me emails for a long time, so I'm going to give him an opportunity to give you a little insight on his book called The Woking Dead. Kind of fits with Halloween, doesn't it? All right. It's 1144. Our number is 889-5252, the telephone number. Some other things that we can get to. So if somebody comes over to your house, according to the Dear Abby thing, and they have a cold or something, you have a right to say, let's make it another time. Hmm? Let's make it another time. Here's another interesting letter. My soon-to-be husband and I are moving back to our hometown in the months prior to our wedding. This is in part to make wedding organizing easier since we're having it near home. We have other weddings to attend this season, and we need to reduce our living expenses while we save for a house. Our original plan was to live with my parents for three or four months, which they have encouraged us to do. The trouble is, as the date approached, I realized that while I love my mom, her alcoholism and the way she behaves when she drinks is difficult to be around. Actually, it's really traumatic, if I'm being honest. My other half and I have decided to stay with the parents of a good friend instead. They have a seven-bedroom house and are happy to host us. But I'm raising my parents uh, by not living with them again. Embarrassing my parents, you should say. I'm not sure how to handle this without creating a rift before my wedding. I know what I would tell her. Don't go with your parents. Talk to your father. Thank him for the generosity and offer his hospitality and explain the reasons for your decision. While he may be used to your mom's drinking, living with an abusive alcoholic is no way for a young couple to start a marriage. Yeah, that's good advice. See, I could do that column. You're on the air. Welcome. Uh, Yes, I'm calling to utilize the slop shop, if I could, please. All right, go ahead. Mm -hmm. Okay, I have four items. The first one is a craftsman tow behind lawn sweeper where you can sweep grass or leaves up. Also a gas powered craftsman string trimmer that could be used a combination as a string trimmer, brush cutter, blower or tiller. Also a lawn and garden trailer that you tow behind a tractor. Last but not least from craftsman also is a tow behind lawn roller and they can get me at the Norwich area at area code 860 949 8119, and I appreciate you taking my call. 949 8119. All right, sir. Hello, welcome to the program. Yeah, hi. I got a um, uh, queen size box spring and mattress. I'm selling it for 
It's brand new. Mm-hmm. Um, give me a call, 860 710-2172. 710-2172. Thank you. You're welcome. We can take some swap and sell calls or other calls, whatever you like, this next 15-minute segment of the program. And the number is 860-889-5252. Also, we can tell you about some things that are happening in our community. Dozens of things. It's amazing what a big deal Halloween is still after all these years. And why not? A little diversion, a little fun. Tomorrow's November 1st. Bring out the turkeys, right? You're on the air. Welcome. Good morning, Stu. Um, I've got two items for end-of-season special. I've got two canoes, one fiberglass, one aluminum, one 16-foot, one's 15-foot, one's called an Appalachian, one's called an Illuminacraft, uh, there indicating what it's made out of aluminum. My phone number is 860-886-1623. Please leave a message. Uh, I'm looking to get uh, 500 for both or best offer. 886-1623. Thank you. You're very welcome. You have a great Halloween. Thank you very much. Welcome to the program. I'm going to be playing uh, my version of My Way by Count Dracula coming up after the uh, news between noon and one. Count Dracula. You didn't know he was a singer. You think that's all he did was aggravate people? No, he uh, tried to be an entertainer. So let's see what's happening. Tomorrow is November 1st. You know how quick it rolls after November 1st. Let's start our shopping for Christmas. I like to get everything done early, right? Remember those days you'd go out December 24th? The only thing you would find maybe was a broken hammer. You're on the air. Welcome. He did the mash. He did the monster mash. Yes. <laughs> I've got a Honda 100 uh, four-stroke CD1 aboard motor. Mm-hmm. And I'm asking for 200 And my number is 860-848-881. 848, and what's the rest? 9881. 9881? Yep. All right, my friend. Thank you. Halloween. Hmm. 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 So, um, wow, it's Monday, Halloween already. A lot of things that have been happening in the community leading up to it. Tonight's the big night. Make sure that you have a flashlight and all of those things uh, to protect you. If you're out driving, be careful of the uh, trick-or-treaters. I don't know if it's going to slow down or not. I think in the last few years, most of the... uh, fun has been Halloween parties as opposed to going door-to-door, but in some areas they still pretty much go door-to-door and do the uh, original Halloween thing. Of course, don't go after, I think, 8.30 should be the cutoff, don't you? What do you think? I want any midnight bells ringing. Okay, November 5th and 6th, Saturday and Sunday, book sale, the Friends of the Preston Public Library. 389 Route 2 in Preston. 
on Saturday, 9 a.m. to 4, Sunday, 9 a.m. to 1. Now, this sale will be held at the library. Come in for some great deals on gently used books, DVDs, and other materials. Donations will be accepted only at discretion of the friends. It's going to be November 5th and November 6th. There you go. Nine minutes before the hour. So if you want to call up with a swap and sell item or you would like to uh, talk about any other subject, we can do that at 889-5252. Sunny today, calmer wind, high 58. So ghosts, you may need a little sweater. Tonight, partly cloudy, chilly, chilly chillier, low 34. Saturday, sunny and 60. Sunday, mostly sunny, scattered high clouds increased towards sunset, high 62. I got yesterday's weather forecast. What happened to today's? Never mind. It's pretty close to today's anyway. 62. Woo! (laughs) I don't know how that happened, but things happen. Mostly cloudy with a few sprinkles today. High 64. Tonight, cloudy with showers developing 54. Tuesday. Showers and becoming partly sunny. The day after Halloween, I always had the worst belly aches. No control with the candy. High tomorrow, 67. Wednesday, sunny and 67. Absolutely terrific weather for this week. Temperatures in the high 60s and plenty of sunshine. Love it. Enjoy it with us at WICH AM and FM. Don't forget Marty Hausberger. With a lot of entertainment for you every morning, playing the greatest music of our lives and his own little personality in there, Marty Hausberger. I came in here with my hot dog outfit and uh, he wanted a little more mustard on it, so we put a lot of mustard on it. Well, you gotta, you know, you gotta bring a smile once in a while. You know what I mean? You know, with all the things going on. Take the time to have a little fun, right? Take the time for a little fun. Letters to the editor today. Every time I drive down Howard Street to the intersection with Bank Street, I miss seeing the Statue of Columbus. Hmm. This statue stood for 90 years, paid by for the nickels and dimes of the Italian community until it was defaced by some idiot and removed in the name of political correctness. Maybe someday it can be restored to its rightful place. Hmm. Speaking of wokeness, there's a lot of we can talk about that tomorrow with our guest tomorrow. Okay. You want that Columbus statue back? Some people do, some people don't. There's still places they still call it Columbus Day. Other places they don't. That's why we need to have a little fun sometime, because these things get a little confusing. One thing for sure, we can always enjoy a song by Willie Nelson. Something about the relaxing songs by Willie Nelson, who is the writer of this song, which became a classic. Often as I could have 
Maybe I didn't treat you Quite as good as I should have If I made you feel second best Girl, I'm sorry I was blind Nelson, WICH, good morning. Hi, how are you? All right, thank you. I just want to wish you and all the listeners happy Halloween. Thank you. Are you going to, uh, do you get a lot of trick-or-treaters? No, I'm on a dead-end street. I'm going to go hide. <laughs> gonna, oh, I see. All right, so you're not going to get any... Uh... Yeah, I just, I haven't been on your show in a long time, but I do have a garage sale that I have. Oh, yeah, sure. How's everything been? Good? Yeah, pretty slow, but slow, yeah. I have some things that someone might want. I have a nice set of fall placemats. The woven colors of orange, yellow, and brown. Mm-hmm. Great for the fall season. $5 for the set. I have many vases, knickknacks, a set of cardinal mugs, 
And I also have two ladies' blazers people could call for details on that and a quarter GE slimline phone, $5 a best, and also a large turkey platter. And my number is 860-443-2407. You had a great day. Happy Halloween. 443-2407. Yes. Well, good to hear from you. All right. You take good care. You too. All right. What do we got, a minute? Got a minute to go? You want to get in a call on swap and sell or sell and swap? Anything else on this Halloween 2022? Hope it's a fun, safe one for everybody. That would be a good thing. And then uh, we have some, hopefully some very spooky songs for your enjoyment after the news. Come up with a compiled a list if you can think of any others that I may miss. By all means, call me up and uh, make sure you put on your Boris Karloff voice. You don't really get into the mood. I don't know if you want to get into the mood of the news. We can do that right now. Personality Radio, WICH AM 1310 in Norwich. Right here in Norwich, Connecticut. W233DB Norwich 94.5 FM. Tell me at Stu at WICH.com. And I'll email you back. Right now it's noon. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. People have gathered near the site of the weekend's deadly crowd surge in Seoul to pay their respects to more than 150 people who lost their lives in that country's worst disaster in years. Citizens lay flowers and place drinks near the Itawan metro station. Saturday's crowd surge was concentrated in a sloped, narrow alley close by. Student Lee Jun-sung says he had come to pay his respects in the hope that people's consciousness has improved and to express condolences to the victims who must have felt wronged by the accident. I'm Charles Duladesma. A massive barrage of Russian strikes hit critical infrastructure in Kiev, Kharkiv and other Ukrainian cities, knocking out power and power supplies and apparent retaliation for what Moscow alleged was a Ukrainian attack on its Black Sea fleet over the weekend. Also at townhall.com, affirmative action is on the docket for the Supreme Court. For the second time in six years, the Supreme Court will take up the issue of affirmative action. But the conservative majority is now generally expected to end the use of race in higher education admissions. The court is hearing two cases involving the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill and Harvard, the nation's oldest public and private universities, respectively. The challengers to the university's programs have lost at every step as lower courts have rejected their claims that the school discriminates against white and Asian American applicants. A decision in both cases is not expected before late spring. I'm Shelley Adler. On Wall Street, the Dow has been up and down. The blue chips now off 104 points. The Nasdaq is down 105. More at townhall.com. Charlie Dombeck here from Key City Capital. As a practicing CPA for nearly 30 years, I have found that 80% of your ability to grow your wealth is dependent upon two factors, taxes and investment performance. At Key City Capital, we improve investment performance by diversifying capital into off-market investment opportunities in passive rental real estate and alternatives like asset-backed lending. We recover dollars that clients unnecessarily pay in the form of income taxes, creating a lifetime annuity of savings. We are a 
sponsor of passive, affordable, single and multifamily residential rental investments, which are located in Sunbelt landlord-friendly states. These investments are the top choices in a rising interest rate and inflationary environment. They represent a store of value protecting your capital from market volatility. Learn how we at Key City Capital can help you ultimately grow your wealth rapidly. Connect with me at keycitycapital.com or give me a call at 817-912-1569. Denmark's general election this week could change the political landscape. New parties are hoping to enter Denmark's parliament while others are either losing influence or leaving the assembly altogether. A former prime minister who has left his party to create a new one could end up as kingmaker. The center-left and center-right are neck-and-neck in opinion polls before Tuesday's election, and neither is likely to capture a majority. Correspondent Jeremy House. Prime Minister Matt Fredrickson called the vote when an ally of her minority Social Democrat government threatened to topple her over the government's handling of a 2020 decision to wipe out Denmark's entire captive mink population because of the pandemic. Workers who assemble Apple's newest iPhone walking away from a factory in central China following a virus outbreak. One employee said there are still people getting infected at the assembly lines. Breaking news at townhall.com. All eyes in Florida will be on a courtroom this week. Florida school shooter Nicholas Cruz will be sentenced to life in prison, but not before the families of the 17 people he murdered get the chance to tell him what they think. A two-day hearing begins Tuesday that will conclude with a judge sentencing Cruz for his 2018 massacre at a high school. The families gave highly emotional statements during the trial, but were restricted about what they could tell the jury. Now the grieving and the scarred can speak directly to Cruz and say, whatever they wish. Jason Walker reporting. In health news, a West Virginia nonprofit group says it's been awarded $100,000 in grants for monkeypox vaccination and education efforts among LGBT individuals in 13 Appalachian states. More on these stories at townhall.com. I'm John Scott. Are you ready? We're ready. This door with the key of imagination. Beyond it is another dimension, a dimension of sound, a dimension of sight, a dimension of mind. You're moving into a land of both shadow and substance, of things and ideas. You've just crossed over into the Twilight Zone. And the lunchtime oldie hour. I just moved in my new house today. Moving was hard, but I got squared away. Bell started ringing and changed right loud. I knew I'd moved in a haunted house. Still, I made up in my mind to stay. Nothing was gonna drive me away. When I seen something that give me the creep, had one big eye and a two big feet. Stood right still and I did the free. He did the stroll right up to me. Made a noise with his feet to sound like a drum. Say you'll be here when the morning comes. Say yes, I'll be here when the morning comes. 
Ain't no hang gonna run me up In my kitchen my stove was a blazing hot The coffee was a boiling in the pot The grease had melted in my hand I had a hunk of meat in my hand From out of space that sat a Say that hot, I began to shout. He drank a hot coffee right from the spout. He ate the raw meat right from my hand. Drank a hot grease from the frying pan. He said to me, Now you better run. Don't be here when the morning comes See, yes, I'll be here when the morning comes I'll be right here and I ain't gonna run That's Jumpin' Gene Simmons from 1964. A song is called Haunted House. Didn't scare you yet, huh? How about the song about the headless horseman? That's something to think about. Uh-oh. Whoa, boy, whoa. Now get around while I lose a date On what goes on when it gets late Along about midnight the ghosts and banshees Get together for a jamboree There's ghosts with horns and salsa eyes Some have fangs about this size Some short and fat, some tall and thin And some don't even bother to wear their skin I'm telling you brother it's a fearful sight Just to see what goes on in the night When the spooks have a midnight jamboree They break it up with a fiendish glee Ghosts are bad, but the one that's cursed Is the headless horseman, he's the worst When he goes jogging across the land Holding his noggin right in his hand Demons take one look and groan Then they hit the road for parts unknown Well, there's no red like a spook that's burned The ghost don't like a man, he's really burned He swears to the longest day he's dead Well, I'll show them that I can get ahead do, do, Wow, 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 wow so close all the windows Lock all the doors Unless you're careful why he'll get yours Don't think he'll hesitate a bit Cause you clip your top If it will fit He likes them little, he likes them big Put him in the middle or wear a wig Black or white or even red The headless horseman needs a head With a hip, hip, hip and a clippity-clop Why he's out looking for Shop. So don't stop to figure out a plan Cause you can't reason with a headless man With a hip hip hop and a clippity clop Look out! We know what we're talking about Believe me 
The Headless Horseman. That's scary. That's K-Star. Remember her? K-Star had a little ghosty song. Speaking of that, when's the last time you saw the original Ghostbusters, huh? They had Ghostbusters 2, but Ghostbusters 1 was pretty cute. Don't get 
Curious monster, Frankenstein. I don't know. He was a, uh, I think uh, the Wolfman. Dracula probably was the scariest, and he tried to get into the recording business for a while. It didn't quite work out. He had an album, Dracula sings Frank Sinatra. And now, Halloween is here. And so I face my final Clayton, my friends. I say it clear, I'll stake my case, of which I'm certain. Uh, I've lived lives that are full. I flew over each and every highway and more. Much more than this, I bit them my way. Victims, I've had a few, but then again, uh, too few to mention. I did what I had to do and saw it through for my redemption. I planned each subject good, each careful nip along the neck way, and more, much more than this, I did it my way. Yes, there were times, I'm sure you knew, when I bit off more than I could chew. But through it all, when there was doubt, I stayed at home. I didn't eat out. I faced them all, right off the wall, and beat them my face. I've left, I've screamed, I've cried. I've had my fill, my share of cruising. And now, as tears subside, I find it all so transfusing to think. I bit all them, uh, and may I say, not in a shy way. Oh no! Oh, no, not me. I bit them my way. Or what is a vamp? 
What has he got? Without his fangs. Then he has not to do the things uh, he truly feels to have the same old boring meals the record shows by even Bitt and Rose and did it my way. What do you think? I'm another pericomo, huh? <laughs> you know the reason for my longevity. I don't drink, I don't smoke. I don't corral, I watch who I bite. I drink milk, sometimes, during the day. Yes, it was my ah, way. Happy Halloween, I'll see you around. I'll just pretend the sun's out there, you'll be all right. There is Count Dracula with his uh, debut. It was another one-hit wonder. You made a fool of me. Right. Halloween songs. Evil woman.
Electric Light Orchestra and a Halloween special. Jeep Adventure Days are going on now for the entire month of October here at Falvey's Motors. Come down and check out everything Jeep has to offer. With best-in-class 4x4 and towing capabilities, spacious, comfortable interiors, and smooth, reliable rides, your adventure starts here. We've all been hearing about the madness with the shortage of cars. Dealers are marking up the price of new vehicles because of, well, we don't know why either. That's why here at Falvey's Motors, we promise to never overcharge on any of our new vehicles. You heard that right. Falvey's promises that Connecticut residents won't pay over sticker price. Come by and let us help kick off your adventure in a newer certified pre-owned Jeep. We're located on Route 32 right down the street from Mohegan Sun, or you can always visit us online at falvey's.com, where you can choose your vehicle or begin customizing in order to fit your needs. If you don't see something you like, ask us about how you can get even more savings by placing a custom factory order with us. Falvey's, you're gonna love it. You're in possession of a grandfather clock that was handed down through your family over the years. It hasn't cuckooed or ding-donged in years. It hasn't chimed or tick-tocked. So, as I see it, there are two options. You can fix it or you can sell it. Either way, you'll want a real clock guy. And Phil is your man. Phil's Clocks and Repair in Jewett City can get that heirloom of yours up and running. And if you're looking for some extra dough, he might just take it off your hands. For clock repairs and sales of almost any kind imaginable, visit Phil's Clocks and Repair on Main Street in Jewett City. It's always worth the time. Progressive is America's number one motorcycle insurer, so we understand motorcycles. No, really, we have a bike translator. Uh, okay, this is awkward, but this bike says he'd appreciate it if you removed his skull pattern saddlebags. He feels self-conscious about them around all the other bikes, and he says you're not fooling anyone. You mostly ride with your golfing buddies. <laughs> Listen, I'm just the messenger here. Oh, no, I don't want to say that. I think you made yourself clear. Quote with Progressive and see if you could save with America's number one motorcycle insurer. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. WICH AM and FM, join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for Personality Radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. Werewolves aren't that scary because if you know somebody's a werewolf, you just don't hang around them at midnight. You know, otherwise they have, you know, regular jobs, insurance, salesmen, and uh, whatever. But uh, at midnight, um, they're very strange. London had a lot of them in their day. They've been outlawed now. Werewolves of London. I saw a werewolf with a 
Chinese menu in his hand Walking through the streets of Soho in the rain He was looking for the place called Lee Ho Fuchs Gonna get a big dish of beef chow mein Around your kitchen door You better not let him in Little old lady got mutilated Late last night Werewolves of London again Gent who ran a muck in Kent. Lately he's been overheard in Mayfair. You better stay away from him. He'll rip your lungs out, Jim. I'd like to meet his tailor. protection against the werewolf. I think it was a silver bullet. I'm not sure. Silver bullet? Anywho, I hope you don't have that problem having to deal with the werewolves of London. There was one song I remember the first time I heard it I literally got the chills. Maybe it was coming down with something, but it's, a, it's kind of a scary, spooky song by Dickie Lee. Night I fell in love with love. 
Goodness, must have been a nice sweater. Hey, uh, zombies are still very popular. I don't know why. I, this, you know, they never scared me, zombies, because they walk so slow, I think I could outrun them. Anyway, they have jamborees for zombies. On a point of information, something that we didn't know until recently, that every year in Trinidad, they have what is known as a Calypsonian carnival, in which the various native groups down there get together, fly with one another, musically, in order to find out who's the best on-the-spot composer of them all. Well, in the year 1955, Lord Invader and his 12 penetrators took the title of this next song, based on a theme by Goethe involving the dance of the dead. But Invader, of course, could only draw from experience, so he called it, naturally, Zombie Jamboree, the song that killed Calypso. Yes. In Juarez. Yes. Well, now...
back to back, belly to belly, at this Sunday jamboree. Feel that back to back, belly to belly, well I don't give a damn, cause I done that already. Back to back, belly to belly, at this zombie jamboree. One female zombie wouldn't behave, she says she want me for a slave. In the one hand, she's holding a quart of wine, in the other, she's pointing that she'll be mine. Well, believe me, folks, yes, I had to run. The husband of a zombie ain't no fun. I says, oh no, my turtle dove, an old bag of bones I cannot love. But what you do eat? Back to back, belly to belly, well I don't give a damn, cause I don't let a bit Back to back, belly to belly, at the zombie jamboree. Oh, what a good game. Back to back, belly to belly, well I don't give a damn, cause I don't let a bit Back to back, belly to belly, at the zombie jamboree. Right then and there she raised her feet. I'm going to catch you now, my sweet. I'm gonna make you call me sweetie pie. I says, oh no, get back, you lie. I may be lying, but you will see. After you kiss this dead zombie. Well, I never seen such a horror in my life. Can you imagine me when a zombie wife? Yes, back to back. Belly to belly, well, I don't give a damn, cause I done that already. Back to back, belly to belly, at the zombie jamboree. You're all alone, you know. Back to back, belly to Sorry, I missed that one, huh? Zombie Jamboree. There's a group called the Zombies, but they're not scary. Speaking of scary... How about Mr. Michael Jackson? Thriller. Get a, 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 get a,
close at hand. Creatures crawl in search of blood to terrorize your neighborhood. And whomsoever shall be found without the soul for getting down must stand and face the hounds of hell and rot inside a corpse's shell. Stenches in the air, the funk of 40,000 years, and grisly goons from every tomb are closing in to seal your doom. And though you fight to stay alive, your body starts to shiver, for no mortal can resist the evil of the thriller. <laughs> so funny so we're starting to scare me here that of course is the famous michael jackson thriller a chiller 20 to 1 Stu Breyer with you 63 degrees uh good weather for halloween trick-or-treaters or whatever you're up to tonight just be kind and you'll get some nice candy. Dear Norwich citizens, hi, this is Mike Galtieri. I've lived in Norwich going on 65 years. Born, raised, educated, and employed here. The extreme policies coming out of Hartford has contributed to the highest inflation rate in 40 years and an alarming increase in violent crime. Join me in voting for a better future. On November 8th, please vote row 4B, Pietro Camardella. My name is Pietro Rocky Camardella, and I have approved this message. Pay for by Rocky for CT19. Wildlife and wild bird lovers, Fleming's Feed has what you need and the advice to go along with it seven days a week. Hi, this is Ambry. Fleming's has been supplying you with all of your bird feeding needs for over 35 years. We have a huge selection of seed, suet, feeders, and more. Mark your calendars for Tuesday, November 8th at 6.30. Our annual wild bird seminar is back. Join us that night for lots of tips and incredible deals during this informative gathering. That's Tuesday the 8th at 6.30 at Fleming's Feed in Preston and Sorrington. See you there. Producing wire, rope, and welding, hydraulics, and hospitality. These things may not have a lot in common to you and me, but Congressman Joe Courtney knows they're just some of the industries and the jobs fueled by a strong shipbuilding economy. So, as chair of the House Armed Services Subcommittee on Sea Power, Joe Courtney worked with both Democrats and Republicans to double the Navy's budget for submarines. Just one of the reasons Joe Courtney is ranked Connecticut's most bipartisan member of Congress. And for us, Courtney's leadership on submarine production is producing jobs and economic opportunity in Groton and New London, but also from Plainfield to Enfield, from Basra to Tolland, from Ledger to Waterford, and on and on. Economic development from shipbuilding and a stronger future all across eastern Connecticut? Yep, now those things go hand in hand. Just like job creation and Joe Courtney. I'm Joe Courtney, and I approve this message. Paid for by Joe Courtney for Congress. Do you ever date somebody, and then they you realize they're kind of spooky and a little strange? Mm-hmm. We'll figure out ways to break up. This is spooky. In the cool of the evening, and everything is getting 
night And then you stop and say Alright, love is kind of crazy With a spooky little girl like you call me i'll call you that's uh dennis yost and the classics four even donovan has a creepy song you all remember donovan right this must be the season of the witch Pick up every stitch You got to pick up 
prompted him to write that song. Maybe he is the son of a witch. You never know. Donovan, Stu Breyer with the WICH, bringing you all the spooky hits for Halloween. This, of course, is the best-selling Halloween song of all time, so we got to throw this in. Come on, sir. I was working in the lab late one night when my eyes beheld an eerie sight for my monster from his slab began to rise and suddenly to my surprise he did the match he did the monster match the monster match it was a graveyard smash he did the match it caught on in a flash he did the match he did the monster match from my laboratory in the castle east the master bedroom where the vampires feast. What, what? The ghouls all came from their humble abode to get a jolt from my electrode. They did the mash. They did the monster mash. The monster mash. It was a graveyard smash. They did the mash. It caught on in a flash. They did the mash. They did the 
the monster mash. The zombies were having fun. The party had just begun. The guests included Wolfman, Dracula, and his son. The scene was rocking, all were digging the sounds. Igor on chains, backed by his baying hounds. The coffin bangers were about to arrive with their vocal group, the Crypt Kicker Five. They played the match. They played the monster match. The monster match. It was a graveyard smash. They played the match. It got on in a flash. They played the match. They played the monster mash. Out from his coffin, Rack's voice did ring. Seemed he was troubled by just one thing. Opened the lid and shook his fist and said, Whatever happened to my Transylvania twist? It's now the mash. It's now the monster mash. The monster mash. And it's a graveyard smash. It's now the mash. It's caught on in a flash. It's now the mash. It's now the Monster Mash. Now everything's cool, Drax's a part of the band, and my Monster Mash is the hit of the land. For you, the living, this mash was meant to. When you get to my door, tell them what is said. Then you can mash. Then you can Monster Mash. The Monster Mash. And you, my graveyard smash. Then you can mash. You'll catch on in a flash. Then you can mash. Then you can monster mash. The monster mash with gravy. For those of you who uh, are adept at the computer stuff, you can look up Monster Mash and you can see the video of the uh, gentleman who sings it, Bobby Boris Pickett. He's got a very strange look in his eye. Speaking of strange, you're going to see some strange things tonight. People are strange when you're a stranger. Faces look ugly when you're alone. Women seem wicked when you're unwanted. Streets are uneven when you're down, when you're strange. Faces come out of the rain when you're strange. No one remembers your name when you're strange. When you're strange, when you're strange People are strange, when you're a stranger Faces look ugly, when you're alone Women seem wicked, when you're unwanted Streets are uneven, when you're down When you're strange, faces come out of the rain. When you're strange, no one remembers your name. When you're strange, when you're strange, when you're strange. All right,
That's uh, Jim Morrison, Stu's Lunchtime Halloween get-together here. What you going to be wearing tonight? Do you have a disguise? See what Judy's going trick-or-treating with. She's got glasses. They're strange-looking, too. There's Judy in disguise. Definitely a strange song. We got a few of them today for you. For those who remember the television show Out of Limits. Like to see some of those old shows, huh? hour it's anything goes and uh, maybe some good ghost stories as well for our Halloween get-together 
Personality Radio, WICHAM 1310 Norwich, 94.5 FM, W233DV in Norwich. Some scary news, and we'll be right back with uh, hour number four. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. A massive barrage of Russian strikes has hit critical infrastructure in Kiev, Kharkiv, and other Ukrainian cities. Experts say the strikes are in apparent retaliation for what Moscow alleges was a Ukrainian attack on its Black Sea fleet over the weekend. Loud explosions were heard across the Ukrainian capital in the early hours, some residents receiving text messages from the emergency services about the threat of a missile attack, and air raid sirens wailed for three straight hours. The authorities say in Kharkiv, two strikes hit critical infrastructure facilities and the subway ceased operating. Officials also warned about possible power outages in the city of Zaporizhia. I'm Charles Diladesma. Also at townhall.com, Iranian authorities will hold public trials for 1,000 people in the capital, Tehran. It's over the protests that have convulsed that country. The mass indictments were announced today. The nationwide protests first erupted over the September 16th death of 22-year-old Masa Amini in the custody of the country's morality police. Wall Street is watching and waiting, waiting to hear from the Federal Reserve at midweek. The Fed will decide whether to hike interest rates again. The central bank widely expected at this week's meeting to announce another rate hike of three-quarters of a percentage point, three times its typical margin. It would be the Fed's fourth straight substantial interest rate increase aimed at combating inflation, running at a four-decade high. It is a daunting challenge for policymakers how to slow the economy without tipping it into an even deeper recession. Rich Thomason reporting. That on Wall Street stocks are lower. The Dow is down 130 points and the Nasdaq losing 118. More at townhall.com. Hi, I'm Al Abaroa, founder of Knight Strategic Wealth. Inflation is a problem, markets are volatile, and the risk of running out of money in retirement is real. That's why I love annuities, and you should too. Your financial advisor doesn't want you to know that with our annuity strategy, when the stock market goes up, you earn a market-linked return that locks in every year, and when the stock market goes down, your annuity won't lose a dime. There are no unnecessary fees, and it works for your investments, money at a brokerage firm, or even money at a bank. It's simple, it's safe, and you should only invest if you learn the facts. And that's why savvy investors work with us. Want to learn more? Text FREE to 833-898-0500, and we'll send our retirement readiness kit directly to your phone right now. If you want to use safe, low-fee annuities to build a retirement portfolio that will go up with the market and never lose money, get our retirement readiness kit today and see how this strategy can help secure your future. Text FREE to 833-898-0500. Text FREE to 833-898-0500. Georgia Republican Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene has a warning for companies that halted donations to Republican candidates after the Capitol attack, saying their decision wouldn't be forgotten. Major corporations halted their political donations in the wake of the January 6, 2021 attack on the Capitol, with many promising not to support the 147 lawmakers who voted against certifying the results of the 2020 election. Green told former White House Chief of Staff Steve Bannon while appearing on his show on Wednesday, quote, that's not going to be forgotten by a whole bunch of my Republican colleagues, unquote. Green promised investigations into these companies as Republicans appear poised to take control of the House after November's midterm elections. 
Bernie Bennett reporting. Robert F. Horan Jr., who secured a murder conviction for D.C. sniper Lee Boyd Malvo during his four-decade tenure as the Fairfax County Commonwealth's attorney, has died at his home in Clifton, Virginia. He was 90. Breaking news at townhall.com. The U.N. Labor Agency warning that job vacancies and employment growth are expected to decline worldwide in the fourth quarter. The International Labor Organization says the war in Ukraine and multiple and overlapping crises have led to inflation, declining real wages, higher debt, and yawning inequality. The 10th edition of ILO's monitoring report on the world of work says that after a rebound from a pandemic slump early this year, the situation has deteriorated. The number of hours of work have dropped by 1.5%, or the equivalent to a deficit of 40 million full-time jobs. Correspondent Jeremy House. Poland's government has chosen South Korea as its partner for building its second planned nuclear power plant, a decision that comes just days after it picked the U.S. and Westinghouse to build the first one. More on these stories at townhall.com. I'm John Scott. Thank you, John Scott. Welcome back to our Halloween show, so to speak. Well, I guess I did speak it, didn't I? So this hour, it's uh, literally anything goes. And, of course, if you have a ghosty story that you would like to share, some of these uh, through the years have been very, very interesting. I know my wife, uh, who lived in Lisbon growing up, they had a wood chopper in the basement. He wasn't really there, but he was there at one time. And every night they would hear chopping in the basement and it was every night but there was nobody there and the story goes there was a a terrible tragedy uh, with a guy who would be chopping wood there the neighbors knew about it I don't know how he died but it was a strange situation and therefore he remained chopping wood so he was a chopping wood ghost basically and they did have a priest come in And they had an exorcism, and after that, he was gone. Now, it's hard to debate that story because many people heard it in that house, the chopping of wood every night. Imagine waking up to that, huh? Thought I'd start off with something a little strange, hmm? Happy Halloween. Today, partly to mostly cloudy with a few sprinkles possibly later, but uh, not a big deal. Temperatures will be in the low to mid-60s today. Tonight, mostly cloudy with showers developing after midnight. That's good news. Temperatures around 52 degrees. Tomorrow, scattered uh, morning showers, then becoming partly sunny during the afternoon. Breezy at times, highs in the upper 60s. Whoa. Wednesday, mostly sunny, highs in the mid to upper 60s. In the early morning forecast center at Channel 3, I'm meteorologist Scott Haney wishing you all a great, safe, and healthy Halloween. Fasten your seatbelts. It's time for the Anything Goes Hour with Stu Breyer. We do make a big deal about Halloween. I think we need a little diversion, and uh, it's not a bad thing. Welcome. You're on the air. Hi. Stu, I'm taking, I'm taking the fourth uh, in and here with you, Bo. You got a ghost? How much wood could a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? With a chuck of a wood, if a woodchuck could, if a woodchuck could chuck wood. Happy Halloween, Stu Breyer, man. You're the best. Thank you. Love you. How much wood can a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck chuck? I remember those, huh? Those little tongue twisters. We used to do that in broadcasting school. And then we do, you know, how now, brown cow? 
all kinds of little things that you do. Hey, it's all part of the road, folks. 889-5252 is the telephone number. You have a spooky story you'd like to share or anything else this hour? We'll do a little bit of everything, including a few more Halloweenish type songs. Driving. Your grief is unique, but you are not alone. You always have a place at MAD. Call the 24-hour victim helpline at 877-MAD-HELP or visit MAD.org. Hi, good afternoon. Hi, Stu. Hi there. Uh, I have I have a few uh, Halloween spooky stories that uh, were right in my family, and there's it, been a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Starting in 1981, my brother was in a motorcycle accident in California, and uh, we were sitting here casting shadows on a wall by uh, by lamplight because the power was out. We heard a loud crash in the cellar, and then shortly after, there was a call that. Uh, my brother was in this really serious motorcycle accident, and he was actually uh, dead, but the paramedics revived him. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a weird situation. Now, in, say, 1987, I was doing my laundry at the laundromat, and in those days I smoked cigarettes, and my father was, uh, you know, very sick with cancer. And uh, I blew out the cigarette smoke in the washing machine, uh, the front loader, the door popped open, and a smoke swirled into the washing machine, and I had the feeling that he had passed away, and he, that's exactly when he did pass oh, away. That's wild. So um, the, mm-hmm. I, I have more. Yeah, no, I'm up for. I'm up for <laughs> it. Go ahead. My mother, when my mother passed away uh, at 97 years old, I, I was sad, and I went home that night. And in her honor, I, I have a karaoke machine, and I uh, sang a song in her honor. And then the next morning, I, I woke up, and in the dust on the top of the karaoke machine. There was a, a perfect heart written like you drew it with your finger. Only, uh, of course, the only thing, there was a microphone uh, curled up with a cord sitting on top of it, but it turned out to be a perfect heart. Hmm. Uh, and this wow. one uh, probably involves you, but my sister, who lived in Norwich uh, recently, well, a while back, passed away from uh, from cancer. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I turned on the Stu Breyer show in the morning... The first song I heard was uh, going up to the spirit in the sky, and it was at the same time that she passed away. <laughs> oh, boy, those are, those are interesting stories. Now, the f- first one, did your brother recover after that? or? Yes, he did. He had a traumatic brain injury, but he's, he's, still, he's still around. He did recover so, from that. Yeah. There must be something. Well, even the phone, my, my brother-in-law knew a... a, a, a he was a friend of his, and she wore this very distinct perfume. And he hadn't seen her in a month. And he was walking in the house and he said, Wow, I haven't smelled that perfume in a very, very long time. And then he found out that afternoon that she had died. I mean, there's got to be something to that one. It was almost like she was saying goodbye to him. Yeah, there's, there's lots of signs when people pass. As a matter of fact, uh, there was a lot of them when my mother passed because she was, you know, 97. And uh, I think we developed a psychic connection over the years. So, uh after she passed away, of course, I, I would see things. I'd say, hey, Ma, you know, and uh, there was a butterfly, and a butterfly's flapping around on a porch and flapping around. I said, hey, Ma, how you doing? I said, stay right there so I can take your picture. And a butterfly flew over from 10 feet away and landed on my phone as I was taking it. Oh, my to take God. The camera. Really? Wow. <laughs> Crazy stuff. Well, I'm glad you shared it. They're very interesting stories. Yeah. All right. Have a good one. You Stu. too, sir. Thank you. Hi. Welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. Hi there. 
Hey, I got a little story. Sounds like you're doing spooky ones. <clears throat> sure. <laughs> um, many, many years ago, uh, our family lived on Palmer Street in Norwich, but we didn't move there yet. We were getting the place ready. So we still actually lived in North Stonington. And I had a dream when I was like 13 or 14 years old that uh, the neighbor next to us in Norwich um, had died. Her husband had died. Um, and I didn't really think too much of it. But then uh, later that uh, day, or the day after, when we went to work on the Norwich uh, place to finally live in, um, the lady, Bertha, her first name, said that uh, her husband had died. Hmm. So that was an odd one. Yeah, I've heard stories like that. They're very fascinating if you had a premonition of something. Yeah. Yeah, mm. but I guess uh, they say some people say that uh, um, kids, like the gifted kids, they have that. But then the more they grow up in the world way, then they start to lose it. That's I think that's why there's a lot of child prodigies and stuff. You know, mm-hmm. we see kids are more open to uh, taking this whatever it is in because they're, you know, we get older, we start to protect ourselves against things, and we're not as open as when we were kids. Yeah, and the last quote is, uh, always live by the uh, words of Ward Cleaver. He's very um, very just and a uh, good guy. Ward Cleaver. Okay, thank you. Yeah, he dealt the moral of the story at the end. Okay. Right, we'll see you. He's not a real person, but uh, he was on Leave it to Beaver. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi, Stu. How you doing? Fine. How are you doing? Oh, I'm hanging in there. Okay. Uh, Breezy the Clown said for me to tell you Breezy. hi. Hi, Breezy. Oh, my goodness. Long time, no Breezy. Well, she's had some really bad uh, health issues, so, mm-hmm. you know, she's, she's gone through a lot, but she's hanging in there. Well, we want Breezy to make a comeback. I'll have to tell her that. <laughs> Please do that, all right? I got a question for you. Sure. I'm not going to use any names, okay? Mm-hmm. I have a cable company, and it's the television, the phone, and the Internet, okay? I missed one month, and they sent a bill for $484 and some change. So we made arrangements, and I paid them off. You know, I, I paid both months off. On they said I still owed ninety four dollars and seventy two cents. This Saturday, I got a bill in the mail, thinking it was the ninety four dollars. They want six hundred and eighty two dollars and some change. For what? And I've been trying to call them and trying to call them and trying to call them, and all I get is recording. I can't seem to get a hold of a human being. That's horrible. So let me just ask you, did you say you didn't get service for a month? For two weeks. Two weeks. for For two weeks, I had no phone. I don't care about the TV or the Internet because there's nothing but reruns anyway, but so, I like to listen to the so news. You, you should never pay for anything you didn't receive either. <laughs> right? Well, that's, this is my dilemma. I don't know what to do. 
I don't, I, I can't comprehend the bill. I read the bill four or five times over, and they're charging me a service for this, they're charging me a service for that, and <laughs> I, I was just kind of wondering if you had any ideas. I just don't know what to do. So have you, have you dialed any different numbers or just the same one? I know I dialed two different numbers that were on the um, on the bill, but their main number is the same no matter what. And no matter which number I call, I can't get a human being. I get all kinds of recordings. Do they tell you to stand by or they just won't say that there will be somebody coming to the phone at all? Uh, nobody's coming. I, I don't know what's going on, but uh, well, do you got any suggestions? I just, I just don't know well, we, how to handle handle. You're gonna this. have to. We're gonna have to get you to talk to somebody, and you can tell me which cable it is. Uh, am I allowed to say it? Yes. Mm-hmm. It's a breeze line. Oh, I'm not familiar with that one. Mm-hmm. Yes, breeze line. Yeah, I paid, I paid, um, let's say I paid September and October. Okay, they're all paid off. But you got these other bills that are coming in. And this one bill came in this Saturday, this past Saturday. Mm-hmm. And and they want $600. Well, that's ridiculous. They must be making a mistake somewhere. And, and well, that's, I can't find out what's going on because all I get is machines. I don't get no human being. Is there anything on the bill when they send you that says if, if you uh, consumer information, anything like that? All this shows on the bill, it shows all the payments I made for September and October, mm-hmm. okay? But then it, on the second page, it they're charging me for this. They're charging me for this. They're charging me for a late fee. They're charging me. I mean, I'm being charged for a, a whole list of unbelievable things that I've never heard of before. Okay. Um, we could get you, I don't have it with me, the number for the Better Business Bureau. We could try that. But you've tried numerous times and no one ever comes to the phone. No. Mm-hmm. The last person I talked to... Uh, two weeks ago, was calling from uh, Virginia Beach, Virginia. Oh, really? And I asked if there were any local offices I could go to. They closed all their offices. They closed the one in Waterford, Plainfield. Um, there was some. So I there's think nothing it's local. Lawton. It's all out of Virginia. So, yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if you want to call me, I don't know what the, you want to call me after work. I'll try to figure something out with you. You can call me about two ten. I'll give you a number, and maybe we can figure this out. If there's anybody else out there that's got any idea, I sure would appreciate hearing because sure, you know this this seems to be awfully ridiculous. It's like I feel like somebody's taking the money and putting it in their pocket. I've never heard of a. It's called Breeze Line. Yeah, Breeze Line. It used to be Atlanta Broadband. Okay. Well, let's see if any of the listeners can come up with something for you, or you can call me, uh, you know, at 887-3511 when I'm off the air. But let's see if somebody has an idea for you. Yeah. Can you give me that number again, please? Sure. 887-3511. Yep. 
Okay, Stu. All right. I don't know whether to laugh or cry or do well, both. Hang in there. If you don't owe it, you're not going to pay that. Don't worry. <laughs> okay, uh, Stu. I appreciate so, your help. Right, thank you. Yep. Bye-bye. Hello. Welcome to the program. Well, hi, Stu. Hi. I have a, not spooky, but one of those uh, families past-related uh, mm-hmm. spiritual stories. Um, sure. My mom died in 99, and after she passed away the first week, there was a ladybug in my house just on the wall, which isn't strange, but she had just passed away. We had no, like, ties to ladybugs, either one of us, but now I'm, I do collect them, little trinkets and things like that for the yard, and... Uh, so that was my sign. Okay, that that must be her. So a couple things happened in my house where, oh, I had like a, a recipe box that I had given her when I was a child. And um, when she passed, my sister gave it to me. And then someone gave me some ladybug salt and pepper shakers. And I couldn't quite find a place for them. So I put the recipe box in the kitchen. And then I decided, I think I'll put the salt and pepper shakers on top of the lady box, on, on top of the, the recipe box. Yeah, and I went, right. Oh. There you go. I had asked for a sign that morning. Hey, Ma, like the other guy just said, I haven't heard from you in a while. Give me a sign. And as I put the ladybugs on top of the recipe box, I went, oh, my God, this is even better. This is my last one. A couple weeks ago, it's been a while. I don't get signs from my mom at all. And I said, hey, Ma, I haven't heard from you in a while. You want to give me a sign today? I had washed a pair of my husband's sneakers. I put them outside on a porch deck to dry. And as I went over to get the sneakers, what do you think was on the sneaker? Could be one of those ladybugs, huh? Just one ladybug just sitting on his sneaker. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. Like, I asked that day, and then there was that sign. I haven't seen ladybugs in a very long time. um, Yeah, me neither. It has to be the weather. And my father's got one, too. It's an owl thing. So whenever um, I think of him now, for some reason, it's an owl. And it's just weird. If I ask for a sign... Going over the Groton Bridge one day, I said, gee, Dad, I haven't heard from you in a while. You want to give me a sign? I literally turned my neck to look at the car next to me as he was passing, and the guy had an owl sticker on his car. Oh, my goodness. That's really... Yeah, I uh... mean, just like that guy who called. I mean, it, it, it's almost like immediate for me. Within a day or two, hmm. it happens. Or um, I'm just thinking in my head of my dad, like we all do, our moms, passed away people, and songs that he would joke with like if we were listening to the radio and a song would come on i try to sing it he'd sing on top of my song to distract me oh really so he'd, cute he'd sing um the paul mccartney someone's knocking at the door someone's ringing the bell and i'd say stop that and i couldn't you know and then the other <clears> one <throat> is wayne newton daddy don't you walk so fast mm-hmm. so i agree with that guy that happens it happens to everybody but they don't realize it's happening because they don't they're not aware of their surroundings, and it sounds hokey, but it, it's true. If you're not into that stuff, you don't see it. You have to just just look up and look around when something's happening, and you feel or you're thinking about somebody, and it's there. Well, I'd so, like to feel that these things are really uh, it, it is are happening it is. because of called, it. Yeah. I, I truly 110% believe it, mm-hmm. and uh, it's just. You said it's not hokey, and the ones who don't believe it are completely like, well, good for you. And then I tell them all these stories, and they're like, yo, are you kidding me? And I'm mm-hmm. like, yep, yep. Okay. So, I'm glad you called you? today. You, you ever see anything? Hear anything? Me? <laughs> Besides the wood chipper guy? <laughs> well, I know not, nothing uh, that I can think of, really, but I'm sure th- some things will come. I know I had a dear friend, Roger, and uh, I was at a memorial service for him, and... Uh, 
We're talking about him, and the lights started blinking, and everybody, okay. everybody there said, "Hi, Roger." Yeah. It was just too. It was just as soon as we started mentioning his name, so I kind of believed he was there. Yeah, you know, it's it's, it's a nice fuzzy feeling. It's not spooky to me. It's, no, it's, it's not um, at all. Heart, heartwarming for, for myself. Mm. So um, there you go. So. Um, I didn't listen to your show today. Shame on me. I listened to this Long Island station from um, WEHM, and they did nothing but Halloween songs as well from noon to to one, but they have different, like, eclectic uh, stuff. So I I apologize I did not listen to you today. It's okay, but thanks. Tomorrow's another day. Thanks for sharing the stories. (laughs) You bet. Bye-bye. Appreciate it. Hi, thanks for holding. You're on the air. Hey, good afternoon, Stu. Yes. I have... I have a little uh, idea what that lady could do that was having such trouble with the bill from that whatever company she has. I believe I know just what one it is. I had trouble, too. Mm. The the best thing she can do is calling a Better Business Bureau never works because they don't want to take calls. They want you to write and send it in the real mail. Or if she's into computers, which I'm not, she could email it that way. Uh, And uh, she should also... Keep a copy of that that she mails to them, and she should um, also, the letter that she writes to the Better Business Bureau, she should also write to them in, in, in the mail or email, however she does it, real mail or whatever, and, and write down exactly what happened and what's going on and even make copies of a receipt to prove everything. Mm-hmm. I know it's a big hassle, but that's yeah. probably the best way. Sure, she could send that last, now that you mentioned these things, she could send that last bill back and she said, I, I need an explanation for that, make a copy of that too. So, yeah, well, it may be a slower process, but something doesn't seem right at all there. Uh, something isn't. It's somebody's uh, pocketing it for certain. They're good at that. But uh, I have a couple ghost stories. Oh, too. yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm ready. Okay, so one is about my father. I was never close to him, but he had passed in 1986. And so certain times I do go visit his grave. And I went with this older man, really older man, you know, like I think he was almost 90, and he wanted to go too there. And I didn't say anything to him. He didn't know about my father or much about him. And we were going back from the graveyard, and we got into the car, and he says, what's that smell? I could smell it. But I didn't say nothing. And he said, well, do you smell that? And I said, yeah. He said, it smells like uh, cherry tobacco. And it was the strangest thing because he didn't know my father always smoked that in a pipe. That's something, huh? That's really yeah. amazing. And I just went back, even though my father and I weren't close, I went this summer because uh, I still try to make amends, and I talked to him there. And uh, I couldn't believe when I was sitting there. I literally sat on the side of the grave on a sunny day there. Mm-hmm. His, uh, I think it was Father's Day I went, and uh, all of a sudden I had, it, this is the strangest thing, a, a desire for beer, which I hate beer, but anyway, I just thought I was an alcoholic. I don't even drink. I just wanted a beer so bad in that hot sun, and I wanted a nice cold beer, and then it occurred to me what was going on while I was talking to him. Um, I rem- He wanted me to remember when I was approximately 9 or 10 years old, I was a bad little girl. <laughs> he used to give me a sip of beer, you know, and uh, I I uh, happened to not got away with flipping and drinking the whole thing. And, boy, I had a whatever hangover for a little kid. Oh, yeah. He stayed by my side, so um, I guess he wanted that was the only close real memory we had. So that's what he did that for. That's, ma- you know, that's amazstuff. I mean, even just smelling the... Uh Pipe tobacco is 
pretty incredible. What are the odds on that, huh? Well, I've done it before with him. I've <clears throat> smelled roses, too, when he passed away, All kind, and that was his flower. And uh, mm-hmm. the, the scary thing that this place, everybody might know it, it's called, it's number 29 Talman Street. It's haunted to the gills, and then I had proof of ghosts without seeing them, but knowing what else was going on. I, uh, and I was living there, and I had an electric stove, and whoever, it was an apartment on the bottom floor, and whoever had lived there before had the uh, paper towel rolled, you know, kind of really close to the, the, the burners hanging up there, and I had left it there. And um, the burner would turn on and get red hot. It would be completely in the off position. And it would be red hot. So, and then I would adjust it, and it would, you know, not be so hot, and it would be lower. Or say I had on medium, it would be low. So I thought there might be a loose connection. You know, it's electrical. It's an old, old stove, you know, in the apartment I was renting. And then I didn't like it. I called my mother, and I said, Ma, this stove is freaking me out. There's crazy things. That are, there was so many things happening in there, such as the people upstairs that I knew that I would leave, they'd see me leave, I was the only one living there, and they would hear my shower running. But when the whole family was out up there, I'd hear them walking, I'd hear their water running, and all this stuff. There was a lot of crazy things, and then one day I called my mother, and the other burner, as I was telling her about that crazy burner, that was crazy. The one by the paper towels lit up, okay? Red hot with nobody touching it. Oh my God, I didn't leave those paper towels there another minute. It nearly caught them on fire. Well, that's a dangerous uh, ghost you had there. <laughs> He did, a, or he or she, it did a lot of stuff, but I found out through the sea beers when I was a sea beer, you know, on the Citizen Band radio, I found out that uh, uh, some other man lived there in that same apartment said that stove did it to him. There was food thrown all over the place. I had two cats. How did they open the refrigerator door? I don't know, but it was open and food was thrown around like there was a food party in there. Well, you got some you got some good stuff there, my friend. Uh, I got to ponder those. Thank you for that. Okay, thank you. Appreciate so it. So, how do you explain that? I've never seen a cat open up a refrigerator. I know they get hungry, but welcome. You're on the air. Voice of reason here. Yeah, voice of reason. I can't believe that last call is still. Yeah, that's some good stuff. You could have her own show. Well, there's something to it. A couple of things. First of all, I agree with that caller. I've tried to use the Better Business Bureau a couple of times. And they make more work out of your problem uh, than when you first called. But for the lady trying to get Breeze Line, I sent you a copy of Breeze Line's several phone numbers to your Stu at WICH uh, letter. And what I suggest she do is she knows what a regular monthly payment is that she make a photocopy of what she has, send in the regular amount for her check so they don't cancel it, then it'd be worse. And there's, on the note, when she sends in, it says, please, have someone call me, ASAP. So you did send some numbers. Maybe it was one that she didn't try, so I hope about she... Five, about five numbers on there. I hope she calls me after the uh, show and I can uh, give her those numbers. All right, so uh, either try that or, like I said, make a photocopy, send in the regular check that she owes, mm-hmm. put a note on it, please, call me. There is an error on here. And then at least she won't, at least they won't turn off her cable and her yeah. computer if she, if she has internet. Thank you, Voice of Reason. You're welcome, sir. Have a great day. You too. Appreciate it. Right, bye. Hello. Welcome to the program. Hello. 
Oh, my goodness. My dialing finger was falling off. Oh, my goodness. We'll put it back together again. I'll try it on me. Mm, there you go. Mm, there we go. It's better. Yeah, it rings for a minute, and then it disconnects, and when you pick up and put the person on hold, that works great, but you weren't doing that. <laughs> there must have been a ghost here. I thought I did it. No. Anyway, um, yeah, the, I've never heard anything good about Breeze Line. That's the company that bought Atlantic Broadband, and I don't know how these uh, cable companies get away with the stuff they get away with, but... Uh, Consumer protection with the state is another option, and also uh, the Federal Communications Commission. Uh, they oversee mm-hmm. these places, and I'm sure they're getting a lot of complaints. Well, she's caught up. If she's caught up on her bill, then why would she get another six hundred? Yeah, I know. It's I have no, no idea. It's either there. an error. Mm-hmm. Or well, errors something. happen. They do happen, but shouldn't. Um, so anyway, on ghosty stuff. Ghosty I stuff. Don't really. Um, I haven't had a lot of... I I don't remember any experiences, really, with ghosties. I think a lot of it's, you know, some of us are tuned into those frequencies, and Mm -hmm. some of us aren't. My sister, ghosts everywhere. Everything's a ghost story. Really? Uh, She even tells a story about being in a particular church in Norwich um, that isn't around anymore, and the Virgin Mary jumped out of the stained glass window and attacked her. I mean... That's just insane stuff. So you you don't know what to believe. Did she say that was a, um, a dream or <laughs> that really happened? She, I mean, it, uh, well, she claims it, a, it she happened. She claimed it, it happened. It wasn't just a dream. Uh, the real Virgin Mary wouldn't do that. So something's mm. wrong somewhere. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but um, I wonder though about something. First of all, a lot of these stories that you hear and you've heard some of them today happen when people die, and I wonder if when a person passes. Does their soul leave the body, and does it visit um, maybe other people to, for lack of a better way of putting it, say goodbye or or whatever? Um, the other thing I I'm wondering about, I guess I'm Wonder Man today, is um, it used to be, and I remember hearing this many times, when someone died in a nursing home or a hospital or whatever, uh, usually the nurse would be the one who would go to the window in the room and open the window so that the soul was able mm. to escape and go up to heaven. I've heard I know that, that yeah. Nikolai Tesla did a lot of research about this, and some of his findings were interesting because he talked about how the body loses like 4% of its weight upon death, and nobody seems to know how that happens. But for the nurses and doctors that might be out there listening... Is that still something that nurses do? Is that something that's still done? If someone passes away in the hospital, do they still open the window? I would say probably sort of not. Tradition. Mm-hmm. Probably not. It's an old tradition, but uh, that would be interesting to find out. Well, there may be something to it. That's why I'm asking. Yeah, you know, well, maybe maybe it is some, or maybe some of them do, and some of them well, don't. It's presumptuous, even at best. But uh, I would love to know too well, if they pre- do that. It's not presumptuous. It's something that they believe is factual or that might no. be factual, so they're doing it just in case. Just in case, right. Okay. Yeah, there you go. All right. All right. Good that's stuff, my, that's Kev. my wonder. All right. Thank you. Thanks, buddy. Okay, Hello. Welcome to the program. We love these stories, huh? It is Halloween. There's, You know, when you hear these stories, you say, well, you can't make this up. I mean, you're smelling some tobacco that you're 
dad used to smoke, and uh, you're at the just amazing. But if you do have a ghost, don't be afraid of them. Most of them are very nice. Just look at them and say. and 1310-WICH. For a list of this station's official contest rules, please visit WICH.com slash contest dash rules. Listen now. Here's some important information about your Medicare coverage. If you're turning 65 or retiring from work in the next year, the team at Jane Ryan Insurance Group can guide you through the health and Medicare insurance maze. We can walk you through the Medicare process and help you pick the plan that's fitting for you and your needs. At Jane Ryan Insurance Group, because we're local, we know your doctor network, we know your plan options, and we know how to ensure your prescriptions are covered. With Jane Ryan Insurance Group, you have a local expert that you can talk to that can explain options and help you make your decision. To be honest, we're not here to sell you anything. We're here to help you make the right Medicare decisions based on your situation and help you buy the coverage you need. Find out more at janeryaninsurance.com or talk to a local expert face-to-face. Route 85, South Main Street in Colchester. Jane Ryan Insurance Group. We do not offer every plan available in your area. Any information we provide is limited to those plans we do offer in your area. Please contact Medicare.gov or 1-800-MEDICARE to get information on all of your options. Sharing some Halloween stories. Welcome to the program. Hey, Stu, how you doing? All right, sir. Watch guy here. Oh, all right, watch guy. Hey, how you doing? All right, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, uh, just got done putting a new light bulb in my wife's car. Boy, what a job that was. Nothing's easy, isn't it? Remember? I don't think I'd want to be a mechanic today. You remember who tried to put a bulb in your, uh, you know, the front lights, back lights? It's surgery. <laughs> it is today. Yeah. Hey, I've got a little story for you. Um, my father-in-law passed away a few years ago. We had him cremated, and uh, of course, we had some of his ashes, and we uh, we had put them in the auto in the car, and they had sat in the car for a while. Uh, I had my cell phone in there, laying alongside the ashes. Well, that night that we that we brought him home, we were, we were lying in bed, the wife and I, and uh, next thing you know, the phone rang. And that on a caller ID was uh, my cell phone number. Wow. <laughs> Isn't that a good one? Yeah, I'd say that's pretty darn good. Yeah, so I think maybe he was trying to call us that night. That would, yeah. Huh. That's <laughs> yeah. one I hadn't heard that one before. No. You got a lot of trick-or-treaters, do you? No, very few. I'll be, I'll be eating a lot of candy tonight. Eating a lot of the candy, okay. Mm-hmm. You didn't order oil yet, neither, huh? No, it's. Uh, I did check on the price. It's. Uh, I think it was four ninety five a gallon. Oh my gosh, a bargain! That's a bargain right now. But she said it's. It's been going up every day. So by the time I need the oil, um, it'll probably be over five. So. All right. Well, you have a good trick or treat tonight. All right. Thanks, care. sir. Thank you for the story. Yep. Anybody else want to share some of those stories? Because uh, you know, some, you know, nobody's going to think you're strange. Everybody's got one. Just about. You're on the air. Welcome. Stu, I need a 30-second drill. You forgot about we ain't shaking, a whole lot of breaking going on. Jerry Lee Lewis passed away. He was 87. Yeah, we'll we'll honor him tomorrow. I hope so, Stu, because you know what? He's just like my Chuck Berry. And, and everybody, if they think that, I don't like Elvis. I just don't think he, he uh, is the king of rock and roll. But I love Elvis, but I'm not, I think he's not the king of rock and roll. That's all. Okay. Thank you. Jerry Lee Lewis uh, died at the age of 87 yesterday. 
Interesting guy, very volatile guy. He was married uh, seven times. Goodness gracious, huh? 87. But what an entertainer. Wow. Could that guy play the piano? Wrote some really good songs, too. Anyway, we have plenty of time you want to share. Go ahead, share a story. Some of these stories. I'm trying to think of others that I've heard in the past that were so unbelievable. I, my, my friend Bob, who absolutely believed that they had, he had a roommate, friendly ghost in his house. This was in Mystic. And it was, he was told that there are ghosts in that apartment. And sure enough, things would move. There'd be a pan over here, and then the pan would move over there. And they got to, you know, they, I think they gave the ghost a name, and he was like, okay, what are you up to? He called it my mischievous ghost. There was absolutely no explanation, except there was some kind of force or being that was moving their stuff around. It wasn't high winds or anything. And they got to used to the ghost. You know, hey, there he is. <laughs> Amazing stuff. Our number here is 889-5252. Jeep Adventure Days are going on now for the entire month of October here at Falvey's Motors. Come down and check out everything Jeep has to offer. With best-in-class 4x4 and towing capabilities, spacious, comfortable interiors, and smooth, reliable rides, your adventure starts here. We've all been hearing about the madness with the shortage of cars. Dealers are marking up the price of new vehicles because of, well don't know why either. That's why here at Falvey's Motors, we promise to never overcharge on any of our new vehicles. You heard that right. Falvey's promises that Connecticut residents won't pay over sticker price. Come by and let us help kick off your adventure in a newer certified pre-owned Jeep. We're located on Route 32 right down the street from Mohegan Sun, or you can always visit us online at falvey's.com, where you can choose your vehicle or begin customizing in order to fit your needs. If you don't see something you like, ask us about how you can get even more savings by placing a custom factory order with us. You're gonna love it. You'll remember the story about Houdini, the great magician who can magician who could get out of anything. Excuse me, I just had a little allergy thing. Anyway, he said, whenever I pass at midnight, I will come back and visit you. So every midnight, for years, they went up to the rooftop and waited for a little visit from Houdini, and it never happened. They figured that guy could get out of anything. You know, ropes and chains and this, and he said, folks would have a little gathering and wait for Houdini. I don't think they do that anymore. They may have given up. They said, well, if he can't come up and come back, who can? But those were just tricks that he was doing. I don't know. Anyway, it was a interesting folklore. It's 142 with Stu, WICH, AM and FM. We got some very good weather for this Halloween. Not too cold tonight. Temperatures will be in the, uh, probably the 50s this evening. Today, our temperature right now is 67. Tonight, mostly cloudy with showers developing after midnight and milder. So you shouldn't be out after midnight anyway because of the Wolfman. Tuesday, scattered morning showers and becoming partly sunny during the afternoon. I call it the Great Stomach Egg Day, which used to happen when we were kids. We'd eat so much candy when we got home, and the next morning, I don't want to go to school. And I used to say, how come it's not a day off from school Halloween? 
not happening. Wednesday, mostly sunny, high 67. With our temperature now at 67 degrees. Stu Breyer at WICH. Let's, um, if you want to get in with another call, you're welcome to do so at 889-5252. Somebody asked for this song last hour, so while I have a little lull on the line, let's play Riders in the Sky. Cowpoke been riding out one dark and windy day. Upon a ridge he rested as he went along his way. When all at once a mighty herd of red-eyed cows he saw a plowing through the ragged skies and up a cloudy draw. fire and their hooves were made of steel. Their horns were black and shiny and their hot breath he could feel. A bolt of fear went through him as they thundered through the sky, for he saw the riders coming hard, and he heard their mournful cry. Is gone, their eyes were blurred and shirts all soaked with sweat. They're riding hard to catch that herd, but they ain't caught them yet. Cause they've got to ride forever on that range up in the sky. On horses snorting fire as they ride on, hear their cry. by him, he heard one call his name. If you want to save your soul from hell, a riding on our reins. Then cowboy, change your ways today, or with us you will ride, a trying to catch the devil's herd across these endless skies. scary, huh? You know what I mean? The Ghost Riders in the Sky. Vaughn Monroe, who was a band leader, but also had a pretty good voice. Ghost Riders in the Sky. He had one of these deep voices, and a lot of people recorded that song. You know what? Uh, I haven't played in who knows when. There's a song called Frankenstein. Now, the monster's name wasn't Frankenstein, but the creator of Frankenstein, the monster, was called Frankenstein. But we always called the monster Frankenstein, too. Now, I don't know what the monster's real name was. Could have been Charlie. I don't know. That wouldn't be for a good horror movie, would it? 
Charlie. So the creator of Frankenstein in the story, his name was Frankenstein, and we always called the monster that as well. And it makes for a pretty scary. Let me play a little bit of the song Frankenstein for you. It's actually an instrumental, that song, Frankenstein. He just called it that, although you can picture Frankenstein roaming around to that. Welcome, you're on the air. Your listeners are going to be freaking out, going, what in the heck is he playing? <laughs> well, we're free. it's freaking out day. Well, I love that song. I had it. And uh, you, you know uh, that Edgar Winter is an albino? Yeah, I remember that, sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just a weird, stupid fact, but it kind of fits. Uh, Weren't there any words that to that song? I mean, it's a good instrumental. No, absolutely not. No, it's the best drum solo for me, one of my favorites. Um, oh, I'll have to play more of it. You'll go listen with your headphones later next time when you're eating lunch and put that on when it's time for lunch. And uh, Okay. It's, um, it's a good one, but that's uh, pretty cool. I love it. Well, I'm glad you like that. <laughs> Thanks. Bye. Thank you. You want a little bit more of that? This has got some good Trump stuff in here. Listen.
Oh, yeah, I think I remember this now. Edgar Winter and Frankenstein. Scare a few ghosts away. I, I appreciate that song more than I ever did now. The instrumentation of uh, Frankenstein. Frankenstein really was not a bad guy. He was, you know, people just went nuts all with him and they went, you know, he'd be peaceful and then they'd go, ah, and he'd go, and then next thing you know, he was going all over the place. But I don't know why people would panic when they saw him. I mean, just, just it was created. And uh, anyway, there's many different versions of. Frankenstein, where that came about, there was some kind of a contest many, many years ago where they wanted to, somebody to come up with a spooky story. And this young lady came up with Frankenstein, and who would have guessed he would become one of the most popular monsters ever? He's still in the top ten after all these years. Other songs that were requested today in my lunchtime oldies, this one was on the list. <laughs> The thing coming out of the sky It had a one long horn and one big eye I commenced to shaking in the city It looks like a purple people eater to me It was a one-eyed, one-horned flying purple people eater One-eyed, one-horned flying purple people eater A one-eyed, one-horned flying purple people eater Sure looks strange to me One-eyed Oh, well, he came down to earth and he lit in the tree I said, Mr. Purple People Eater, don't eat me I heard him say in a voice so gruff I wouldn't eat you cause you're so tough It was a one-eyed, one-horned, flying purple people eater One-eyed, one-horned, flying purple people eater One-eyed, one-horned, flying purple people eater Sure looks strange to me One-horned I said, Mr. Purple People Eater, what's your line? He said, eating purple people and it sure is fine But that's not the reason that I came to land I want to get a job in a rock and roll band. Well, bless my soul, rock and roll, flying purple people eater. Pigeon toed, undercoat, flying purple people eater. Friendly little people eater, what a sight to see. And then he swung from the tree and he lit on the ground and he started to rock, really rocking around. It was a crazy ditty with a swinging tune. Bless my soul, rock and roll, flying purple people eater, pigeon toed undercoat, flying purple people eater. I like short shorts, flying purple people eater. What a sight to see! Purple people. Well, he went on his way and then nobody knew. I saw him last night on a TV show. He was blowing it out, really knocking him dead. Playing rock and roll music through the horn in his head. that song you're playing there, buddy? Sounds familiar. Okay, WICH, hi.
See, I told you you'd appreciate that drum solo. I know you like the drums, and mm. uh, good for you. You played the whole thing to the end. No, I liked it. Thank you. It's pretty cool, yeah. And I knew what that song was in, like, two licks. I'm like, oh, my God. But that little, I know it's not for today, but maybe tomorrow, that the um, <clears throat> little Nash Rambler song, that's kind of a cute one. Oh, beep, beep. Beep, All right. beep, yeah. We'll put it in the garage for you. You bet. Tomorrow. Thanks a lot. See you. Have a yep. good rest of your day. You too. Hi, W-I-C-H. Hello. Welcome to my Halloween show. Is this the Invisible Man? The Invisible Man is here to see you. Tell him I can't see him. Hi, welcome to the program. Frankenstein. <laughs> okay, that's a very weak monster. You know what we feared the most growing up? We lived in this big apartment complex, and in the back there was a place. It was like this dingy cellar where the, the person would work there who was taking care of the apartments, and it was disgusting cobwebs and everything. So the big thing around the neighborhood was don't go in there because the boogeyman is in there. That was a really, we were really frightened of the boogeyman. Hello, welcome to the program. Okay. There is a song called I'm Your Boogeyman. I'm not afraid of the boogeyman anymore. At least I don't think so. Ever since I heard this song, I figure, well, it can't be that bad. And we went into that cellar one time, and that was it. So glad to get out of there before he got me. I'm your boogeyman. That's what I am. I'm here to do whatever I can. Be it early morning, late afternoon, or at midnight. It's never too soon to want to please you, to want to keep you, to want to do it all. Still picture that cellar back in Elm Hill Avenue. You don't have the guts to go in there. So tomorrow we'll get an interesting lineup, including open topics. We also have a, a gentleman who wrote a book about wokeism. Find out what that's about. And Felix Cavalier, who was the one of the lead singers of the Young Rascals, they're touring again. And I'll play some of his songs during the lunchtime oldies and speak with him after the 1 o'clock news. I think you'll find that very interesting. Had a lot of fun. Thanks for all the calls about uh, some of the spooky things. I'll be looking out for them as well, particularly tonight. In the meantime, the kids, they went to school today, but they did run back so they could do this 
on our program. And that's the end of our show, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you'll be with us again tomorrow. Goodbye. Have a terrific day, everybody. Please be kind to each other. Thanks for making us your number one local connection, WICHAM 1300.